You know what this is like? It's like those old movies we both love. Now I'm going to tell you my whole plan, and then I'm going to come up with some absurd and convoluted way to kill you, and you'll find an equally convoluted way to escape. Sounds good to me. Well, this ain't that kind of movie. Hello and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar, and with me only today is... Rafa. That's right. Normally, we have a third host. Co-host? Yes. And um, we we killed him. We hired a hitman. We wanted him out. It was easier to do that than like to talk about kicking him out. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that would have been harder for us to do than Way hiring, easier. And contracting an assassin to... Right. Like, uh-huh. Yep. The assassin was like, uh, that's weird, but okay, you know, and it's like, he's not, it's so really, yeah, I mean, he did it for Taco Bell, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Clean guy. Anyway, um, this is episode number 185, and uh, today we're going fucking Hispanic on y'all. Yeah, we're going yeah. Latino on you bitches. We are. We ditched the white boy. The brown des- power is on. We decided to go Latino. Yeah. And uh, what that means is that we are reviewing Pablo Lorraine's latest film currently on Netflix. They just dropped it out of nowhere, by the way. Uh, El Conde, which translates The Count. Yeah. That is the the translation. Which I found out today. (laughs) Uh, I also didn't know that Count Conde meant Count. Um, Yeah. yeah. Until this movie. And then uh, also from, is this Mexican as well? Yeah, right? Correct. Next one? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and that as well, sorry, the first one's Chilean, I should Chilean, say. Yeah. It's not Mexican. Anyway, uh, but this next, and the next movie we're reviewing is called Huesera, which translates to The Bone Woman. I, I guess. Oh, Bone Woman, not the, but that's like the full title. Yeah, Huesera. full title either, that's just it, the American title. But, yeah, yeah, it's interesting, because Huesera is like, you know, there's so many translations, I guess, right? Not so many, but. It's more like Lady Bony. Yeah, I would say like bony for sure. Yeah. Bony, right? Uh-huh, yeah. It's not like right. It's not the bone woman, but that's, that's what the bone mean. woman. But yeah, I get what it is. It yeah. sounds more appropriate if it's the bone woman than bony lady. It does. It does. It does. It does. One sounds like a cartoon. One sounds serious. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, we're reviewing that movie straight from Mexico. Could not be more from Mexico. I saw all the names of all the companies related to the people making it, and I'm like that's so Mexican. All these names. Yeah. Anyway. And then we're going to conclude our show with a review, part of our parodies marathon with a classic parody, maybe the most classiciest of classic parodies, one of them anyway. This is Spinal Tap, the mockumentary about the rock star, uh, the British rock star group, uh, touring America. That's what we're reviewing today. That's from 1982, I want to say. 84. 84, my bad. Um, Anyway, you can always find this episode and all of our episodes at otherpodcast.com. At otherpodcast.com, you can find out all the previous marathons, uh, previous parody entries we've been up to lately, which includes Don't Be a Menace. I'm not saying the full thing. Um, <laughs> Galaxy Quest is another one. You know, I forgot what mine was already, but um, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, that's what else. Anyway, and uh, and then many, many other marathons we've been doing. Uh, we're gearing, you know, we're always going up for the next one. We're always trying to think of the next one. We like doing that. And we like excuses to watch older movies. That's really what it is. At least I do. Um, not, not to mention all the new releases over those mm-hmm. weeks and years. Or years now. We're over five years on the web on the shows, right? Over five years worth of episodes. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. 
it's a lot of stuff you can guys find there, and a lot of it is, uh, uh, especially the marathon stuff and the top ten stuff. It's all very like well, um, well shown up there for easy convenience and stuff. So you can mock us on our top ten. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Thanks. check that out at otherpodcast.com. Roth, anything new with you today? This week? Whatever. Uh, yeah, we're like in this weird uh, phase at work. Um, we do every six months. We get a new uh, new rotation or a new bid. New Patriot Act bill. Yeah, right. No, a new uh, new schedule for work. You get a, you have to bid further. There's so, many, there's so many people at work that you have to like make this whole list out and you get to bid what you're going to do for the next six months, essentially. It's going to be interesting, but uh, the whole like vibe changes once this comes out because everyone's like, "Oh, this is about to be over with." So like, people stop caring, or more complaints happen, or you know, things things of that nature always happen around this time. And I kind of hate it because everyone's like, you know, like so sucked into this that you're just like, "Ugh!" And it's the same question over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Um, that it's yeah. so. Besides that, work wise. Um, that I've been doing that. I was just catching up with like random stuff. I decided uh, one day I woke up so early to go to work that I just watched movies instead. I went to work. <laughs> like uh, I, I'm, I'm, like you didn't plan for it. I mean, right? no, no, I did not plan for it. And I just like started watching movies, and you know, uh, I've been catching up on my my animes and just the shows in general. Just been like here, here, and there, going through all of it, um, which is fun because I mean it's. It's like buttoning up on stuff, but I'm also behind on like a lot of shows, which is really weird. Dude, I feel so behind, and I'm the least behind, I would say, out of everyone we know. Yeah, I, probably, and I just like, it's crazy. Except for anime. That's the one thing I'm more behind than everyone else. Yeah, and then just like, I don't know, I, I've just, just been busy, and busy, 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 but that's a good thing in itself. Trying to enjoy the, the fall as well as we're in it already, I guess, right? Is it is it already fall time, technically? Yeah, I don't know if it's technically, but uh, for me, I, I feel that way, yeah. I feel the that raining way has been going. Although I will say, I have the AC on right now because it is hot up here, so. Well, yeah, heat rises. It, it is a little hot up here, too. Not yeah. hot, but it's, it's toast. It's nice. I mean, it's Yeah, no, it was annoying for me, warm. so, like, I had to put the AC on. Um, yeah, but no, besides I, that. I'm using the fan. But. Besides that, I did have a week off of work, which was really good, um, and that helped me catch up to just a ton of stuff. And I kind of, yeah. like, I want to keep that habit going. So I want to, like, continue video gaming, and I'm, I'm playing video games again. Um, I know it sounds like, again, I'm always playing a game, but I'm not really playing, like, an actual game. I feel like I'm just playing, like, Marvel Snap or Slay the Spire or something, you know, that's quick and easy hits, doesn't take long. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. I don't really play longer than anything, than 30 minutes or 10 minutes at a time, so... But finally, I've been sitting down and I've been forcing, like I've been like fighting for my time again, uh, which is a good thing, I think so. Right. Uh, but besides that, yeah, man, it's just uh, living life, you know. Okay, I don't have much either. It's um, I've been adjusting to this new work, new schedule. Oh yeah. A schedule that uh, most people is well well used to, meaning like waking up is like a nine to five. My job is a nine to five, but it basically is. It's yeah. like eight to four or seven to three. You know, it's like something like that. Yeah, normal people. Yeah. It's right, normal. And I've been adjusting to that. Cause that's a hu- hu- humongous adjustment for me. Yeah, I, I've been telling that to um, our parents. Yeah, because they keep asking me, and I'm like, I don't know why. Well, like they, they think I talk to you like every day. Okay. Which I, I mean, I have to explain all the time that. And I'm just yeah. like, he's adjusting. 
<laughs> That's all I can say. I'm like, it's such a big adjustment. I'm like, yeah, it still kind of is. Um, but uh, one of the like, um, so yeah, it's been a weird sleeping, bizarre sleeping, either no or too much. Uh, I mean, non sleep or no, or too much. And um, also, I've been like legoing at all because I've just been so not willing. Like, you know, like it's uh, it's ever because I videoed it all the whole thing, and that's another setup. And so today, finally today, since I started working, give or take, I've actually started doing my next uh, build here. And uh, yeah, and uh, but it's taking this long. And even then, it's only because I have, this is like my weekend off, you know? So like, I think that's the only reason. If I was working, I probably wouldn't do it either. Um, anyway, so it's been yeah. like a little nutty. Right now we're entering, I mean, we've been in our um, slow season. So the hours are not great yet. Um but apparently really becomes like a banger in November, um, which, uh, again, I'm surprised to find out. And it makes sense that museums, at least Chicago museums, I don't know about the world, but Chicago museums, especially the big ones, like one, like the one I'm in, um, they have a big holiday bump, like a big holiday season, like where they have thousands of people per day. I'm like, wow, that's insane. I didn't know that. I always imagined the museum thing to be a summer or spring thing. I never imagined it being open. I, I thought it was open just for s- school. I mean, it's open, sure, all the time. But I didn't know it was like a big deal. Yeah. And that was a little surprising. Uh, in a good way. And I hear they had this massive tree in one of the wings. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, there's a super big tree, like two stories. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. So I can't wait to see that. Anyway. Um, but uh, I shouldn't be talking about Christmas whatsoever. What, what tree? No tree. A Halloween tree, if anything. Speaking of Halloween, yeah. I don't know who mentioned Halloween, but good thing they mentioned it because speaking of that, I've been watching a lot of horror movies lately. Horror oh. movies. I'm going to get into one of them for sure in my recent discoveries, but I've been rewatching a lot of stuff too. Anything good? Um, rewatches? Like oh, uh, yeah. So, well, first of all, I found out that you, Ralph, because I was going through everyone's iTunes um, because I was yours. Oh, your, yeah, your bro. Went, I own the, you have uh, all the Friday the 13th? Yeah, 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 yeah. I told you about cool. it when I bought them, yeah. I forgot all about it because, like, oh, shit, he has him here. I remember one year, I don't think you had him then, but maybe you did. I was, like, interested in watching the whole thing, and I did manage to do it, but I had to find some sneaky ways to do it because it wasn't yeah. all available in one place. Yeah, I think I got it for, like, only because I wanted to watch one of them. And I was like, it's cheaper to buy this bundle. Right, that's a, that's how I fall for that, too, yeah. Um, so that's great. You have that. Um, anyway, and I was going through that and, and Luke's movies. He has a lot of good movies on there. A lot of bad ones, too, though. But A lot of bad ones, yeah. But a lot of really good ones, though. Well, there, yeah, there is, yeah. But it's just funny because, like, you know, I always ask him, like, did you watch that? And he'd be like, oh, I was getting to it. And I mean, <laughs> yeah, God. so I was I was going through that list with um, my roommate. And she was just there, you know. She was making dinner. She was, like, killing time. And I was going through it for, my, for myself, you know. And she was, like, both. She hasn't really met Luke, I don't think. Um... And she was saying that she is equally equal parts more impressed and horrified by Luke, <laughs> and by 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 his picks of movies. Like some of these are really good. Like I feel like I should know him, and then some of these are really bad. I feel like I shouldn't know him. You should know him, right? Right. Well, you know what? There is those times where Luke is uh, has a really good year, and you're like, "Wow, Luke, you're actually a de- decent human being." Mm-hmm. And I love talking shit about him while he's not here. That's the best part. And um. And then, uh, and then there's Wait. other years where you're not even a year, like one week will undo his whole year, and you're like, yeah, there you go, That's, there, there it is, there it is, yep. right? Uh, anyway, so that, all that means, all that translates as that nothing's going on much. Anyway, uh, passive stuff. I did buy um, 
a little mask. Not a little, a, a, not a custom either, but it's a, a mask for um, Halloween. Oh, okay. I'm actually thinking of... Uh, Sorry, the, the, the hand motions mask. you were making were like face cover, face mask? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's it's the bottom side. I was trying to, I was gonna go with the other Lamortos kind of thing style because I've been reading a lot of Mexican horror, and I was like, ah, it's kind of getting me into that gothic Mexican horror. That's dope, yeah. So I was gonna go for the whole thing, and I still can. But the problem is that with masks, unless I face paint them, I have glasses. I can't wear a mask with glasses. Yeah, it's uh, they don't they don't do that. They don't set them up for that. So the only thing I could get is like a bottom part, you know, but. A jaw mask, I guess they call it. And so I did get one of those. And it's a cross between like a steampunk kind of skull and uh, the other Little Muerto style. Um, I like it. I can't wait for it to come in. And uh, I already have some cloaks and from other costumes. I think I'm just going to wear that. But I could get like a cool, exaggerated cloak. But I don't think I'm going to. Anyway. But that's still too ahead because we're still in September. Anyway. That's uh, that's what that is. We're going to get some recent discoveries. Uh, Raf, you saw movies that I have not seen. Yeah, I I, I want to say I talked about maybe part one already. I can't I remember, remember though, to be honest with you. But it doesn't matter. I watched the Expendables franchise, the, all three of them that are out, and then the new ones out in theaters. Oh, now, so the, the fourth? That's the. There's only been three out before. Yeah, there's only been three. The fourth. Oh, I thought there was they, more. I, I thought, thought there was more too. I thought there were on five. Yeah, I thought they but, were like at least five. Yeah. Yeah, me I too. I think we expect that. That's the problem. I think it's I think it's what it is. But right now they're they're just on Expendables four. And um, the Expendables four is called Expendables with the the f- a replaced by a four, right? Which is pretty cool. Solid. I uh, totally like that because everyone else is just the blows. Yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, the rest of them are just one, two, and three, or not one, but just one, nothing, two, and three, right? Um, and uh, they're good. They're not bad. They're they're fun action. I think the first one is uh, very safe, and um, it's it's very all you could tell also like this is a Sylvester Stallone type of movie if that means anything to you, um, like it's Republican. <laughs> no, uh, it's more like um, it's safe. It's a safe movie. It's uh, he he doesn't oh. he gets, you know like it's like um, kind of when you want when you watch a. Um, um, it's funny, I don't consider this movie safe. I consider it more like simple. That's I guess that's where I'm going with, but it's like okay. uh, yeah, it, he doesn't like do anything crazy. Movie. He right, he doesn't do anything crazy. He he knows oh, what, he knows okay. what works. He it gets to it. It's very much like that um that Good Samaritan movie. You know how like you could have gone oh, crazy with it. Oh yeah, okay. It's, oh, okay. It's like, no, it's, I, I see. It's funny that you say that. Uh-huh. I don't think that he's going safe. I just think he has he's stuck in that era. Oh, what thousand? What I think. I think I that's what, what he thinks that movies are still. Sure. Yeah. I, okay, that could be true too. But I, that's, that's this. That's what these are, right? <laughs> right. Um, especially the first yes. one. It feels. It does feel a little dated. Yeah. Um, two is better, I would say, in, in that aspect. Hmm. Uh, they finally have more character development. But they're so. they're hard R movies, right? I think. Oh uh, no, they're PG thirteens. I thought really. Huh. Uh, at least the part three is. Okay, uh, no, wait, if you're right, wait. Yeah. I thought they were R's because I saw, I could have sworn I, I saw the first one. I think when they came out, the first one might be. Let's take a look. I don't remember uh, how long ago. That was a long time. These, these movies are not like one year after the other. They yeah, wait, the first like, one four, is twenty ten. The first one is th- is R. 2010. Oh, so I was right. Okay, so because I remember the first, I only saw the first one, so I remember it being kind of an R. That's a lot of blood. The first two are R. Okay, the third one is not. The third one is rated as PG thirteen. What about the new one? Do you know? Uh, let me look. And um, anyways, uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be PG. It's R. It went back to R. So okay, so they had like <laughs> so, and I will say the the part three is the weakest one. And, oh, well, and it's not yeah. the PG thirteen thing. It's they're trying too hard. And this is the one that they introduce a lot of them. 
Uh, they're they're fun though. They're fun movies. Good action. They do uh, way good. Like uh, what's it called uh, uh, stuff going on. Uh, we get three. Yeah, three mm-hmm. says PG thirteen. Three is the one that has like just a huge cast. That, that has uh, Antonio Banderas in it. Harrison mm-hmm. Ford. Uh, Mel Gibson. Um, yeah. Yeah, they really brought all the stars. That's one the reason I the Rousey, yeah. Okay, yeah. Kelsey Grammer. <clears throat> like Wesley Snipes. I mean, I wouldn't put Kelsey Grammer in that in this He's uh he's a handler. He's not an action guy. Yeah, but still. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, no, he literally goes, Yeah, I don't fight. Like I'm a, I'm a handler. Right, right. And it's funny because like, but they have to say that. Like he says that in the movie yeah. to tell you I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Kind of right. Thing, you know? Anyways, um Although he's a big guy, the actor. He's a, he is a big guy. I think that's why he's in it. Um besides the point. Uh, but yeah, like it starts off with like them saving Wesley Snipes in part three. It's they're fun movies. It's just it is the weakest one. I just think there's too much going on, and I think it's um, it also falls from like what it normally does. But overall, they're still fun movies to watch. They're uh, they are they were about to leave Netflix, and I was like, fuck it, let me watch them. So, oh, do they leave this month? Huh? I think they just left. Oh, if not, they uh, maybe have till the end of the month. Hmm. I could be wrong. So, oh well. Um, so, uh, yeah. yeah, I've been meaning to watch them. I just never did. Yeah, like I said, the first one's cool. It's just uh, you're like, okay, the second one's better. Like I said, in my opinion, uh, there's right. just a little bit more. And then three is just like it, I think it takes a step back. Uh, and then we'll, I'll see. I'm gonna watch four because why not? But uh, right. yeah. So there is a connectedness to them. The only connectedness to it is that they have more of a where you know that there's more of a relationship with each other with okay. the characters. Besides that, to be honest, the first one starts off. They already been doing stuff. It's not like, hey, welcome they to just like, right. no, nah, they've already been. You're you're just walking into their world because they're already old as shit. They're, yeah, 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 they're very much. They're, that's exactly what it is. That's they're old people. They they just do they just do this for money. You I know, like, they're yeah. they are expendable. Exactly. Are they gonna? I mean, is this like a is this a sneaky way a backdoor way of like doing uh, Zanzibar Island? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be funny. That's what they're doing. I, in a weird way, I guess. Right? A bunch of old soldiers from my bygone era, just like guerrilla warfare style, like going around the world doing missions for money. I yeah, believe yeah. that's the A plot of a uh, couple Metal Gears there. No shit. Yeah, I mean, it, you're not wrong. I, see, we, I didn't even is think it called Outer Heaven? Is it, is it a base called Outer Heaven? Right. I didn't even it's know not. it's not. It's not. But it is something close to it. But besides that, okay. um, like I said, it's uh, Jason Statham is, his, is the co star of the movie, though. He is uh, the next thing, the next person. He is the right hand man to Stallone. Alone, okay. Yeah. Um, so it is very much like that. And his name is uh, Christmas, and it's right in the movie. So and they, they, obviously they make fun of him all the time. It's like John Matrix all over again. Yeah, they a hundred percent. So nonetheless, fun movies to watch, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Easy for sure, a hundred percent background movies if you want them to be, especially if you've seen them uh, before. You want to rewatch them and just kind of see some action pieces. Yeah. Um, Right, yep. right, right. Okay. That's cool. So Besides you got that, that, and then you and I have something. Yep. But before um, we say that one thing, because I've been, you've seen all the rest, but I haven't, so it's my, so I'm going to mention the first. Yeah, one. by all means. So uh, I watched the, the, I'm complete now to the trilogy of the Equalizer. All of, all equalizing, extra equal. Um, you know, um, Denzel equals MC squared. That's what this. That's what this means. So, at first, when I went to these movies, the very first one, I, I haven't seen this. this series. Started with Antoine Kukuka. All all three movies were directed by him, and obviously starring Denzel Washington. This is Denzel Washington being a badass. Um, he's done many badass roles. My favorite probably being Man on Fire, but he's done the movies like Deja Vu and like that one where he's a cop in New Orleans. I forget, and so many others. But obviously, he's a multi-faceted actor. He does everything. But 
ever since Training Day, though, he's had a, an uptick in these kind of movies. Um, and Equalizer, man, he is like a John Wick level kind of badass, except with a little bit more of a uh, more of a moral compass, but ultimately oh, okay. a bit more of a uh, think of um, the accountant, you know, or like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying he has a he's a little touched, um, he's a little something, he's on the something, and yeah. uh, not intentionally, they don't ever mention it outright or anything, he's just very, very, very proficient. Um, so, uh, I don't know what to think of the series. It's funny that they never ever mention equalizing, they don't have to, they don't ever say the word, but um, I find this series to be kind of weird. They're fun, all three movies are fun, I'm gonna say right now. Uh, especially the first, I'm talking about just the first two, I guess. But the first two are really fun. Uh, I really like the first one. It's memorable, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so, I agree. I'm surprised how I missed. I don't know how I missed them. That is very uh, John Wicky, the first one. Yeah, and uh, the second one is in the same vein, a little more personal. I really like the villain. I think that the the thing is that the villains make this movies, these movies, um, and the villain, the first one, is still my favorite. Um, I think that guy exudes more of villainous badass scent, like. Um, you know, air to him, atmosphere, than, you know, what's his name? The villain in the second one. Uh, uh, Pedro Pascal's character. There you go. And um, and then the third one is, now we can get into it if you want. The third one, which is the new one, Theaters, takes place in Italy, which is cool. Abroad, you know, go abroad, like Mission mm-hmm. Impossible style. And um, <clears throat> it's like, it's the least equalizing occurring movie. Yeah, it's like uh, accidental equalizing. Yeah, which I found disappointing, but at the same time, though, I kind of find it. I kind of found it um, kind of wholesome watching him be in this Italian town. See, I think I said this to you. I'm not sure if I did because we saw this movie together um, in theaters. That uh, I think they just want an excuse to fucking vacation in Italy, right? <laughs> you and, didn't say that, but that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't say that to you? Okay. No, no, no. I think they just, I think, what it, what it felt like is that they wrote a script around their vacation. I, yeah, that or, uh, like, uh, he was, Denzel was like, hey, uh, when are you guys thinking of shooting? Uh, you know, sometime around then. Listen, man, I'm, I'm probably going to be in Italy. Italy. And like, okay. whoa, I mean. Anton you know, Fuka's like, I could use a vacation. No, I think yeah. that's what they did. I yeah. really genuinely think that they're on vacation and they're shooting this movie at their leisure. In vacation. On vacation. And, uh, yeah, and I really saw this movie has this interesting. So, um, he is never not in control. It's another thing I found out about these movies. The Equalizers 1 and 2, he, uh, the, uh, what's his name, Robert? He's never not full equalizing mode. Like, he's, he's never going to be uh, yeah. surprised. He's never going to be, like, he's always on top of every situation. He'll let you slide only as a warning, not because... He lets you slide because he wants to let you slide, not because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's in danger, but he's never really in danger. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. uh, well, they, but you know what? It is one of those things. Also, he nothing puts humbles him. him yeah, point. he puts himself in the position of making sure he's also at an advantage everywhere he goes. To a yeah. where he sits, he scopes an area, he sees, he lays, he, and that's a really good. Like, they, I think that I think the movie does show that as well. Like even uh, when he just gets in the in Equalizer three, for example, he shows that when he just walks past, like he's about to go at the cafe, but he walks past it, scopes it out, see what's going on, where's the best seat, where's the best spot he can take, yeah. where could he, you know, like and it is a, like kind of scenario, like where's the threat, where's the exits, where's the 
And he puts himself in that scenario where he knows he's in control of what he can control in that aspect, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, also, so this movie has this really, uh, I think, a really interesting beginning that turns out not to really do anything with it. Is that uh, he is injured? Yes. Like yes. I don't say the first half, but like the first third of the movie, he is injured and recuperating. And while being in this Italian small town, and there's like a mafia going around, he basically goes he goes against the mafia. Okay, and um. And I really thought that that was going to be the interesting angle to this third. But no, 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 no. The movie waits until he's fully healed before he gets into action. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. so he was never in danger. And I feel like the movie kind of lost. Uh, that's the thing is that I think this third movie is definitely not the best in the series. And I'm not saying it's the worst, but it, it's not It's not a bad movie, but I think it might be the worst. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm, yeah. You know and, what? I, uh, which sucks yeah. because I feel like they had a lot of potential. There's a lot of cool stuff here. A lot of great, obviously, the great visuals with the with the, with the the scenery. They took advantage of that for sure. I like the actors in it, all the side characters. I like how he's the only star that's, this, uh, everyone's a new star, you know, in the movie, mm-hmm. in the movies. Uh, there's always new people, new places, everything. Uh, so that's cool. I like that. I, that setup is badass. It's like Freddy Krueger, where he's the one remaining focus. Every new kids, every movie, right? Um, yeah. It's like that. Well, he it's, keeps uh, killing him. <laughs> right, yeah, right. That's that's accurate. Yeah. Um, this one, it, 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 he rejoins co-starring with Dakota Fanning since like since Man on Fire, I think. That's yeah, one. that's kind of cool. I don't know why they did that intentionally, but that was cool. Um, anyway, I just feel like I had a like, great potential in it, and they didn't do much with it. And again, maybe, not enough equalizing. Maybe he. Has I feel a, like he should have been. Uh, <laughs> not enough equalizing. Yeah. Maybe he has a clause with Dakota Fanning. We can. He can only record abroad. Yeah, I don't know what they were trying to do. Were they trying to be poignant or something? Because I, 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 if they were, they failed. Because I wanted to see action, and I didn't see it wasn't enough. I, now opinion. the thing, I the way I saw it, and I'm maybe I'm wrong, and I might be, and if I am, that's kind of shitty, maybe I guess. But besides the point, is um, I saw it as like this is like he's because I know he retired before, but he just retired from the job. He didn't, you know. I think this is like him retiring, like. I'm going to retire from like everything kind of thing. Like this is my, I'm going to end my career here, my life here. Yeah. You know, like that's the kind of thing where he's, uh, he's, 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 he found the place that he's like, I'm just going to kind of like be here. And uh, the more and more he's like, oh, this is my new home. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's just like, it is one of those things where I feel like this probably is the last movie and uh, we don't right. need to see anything else. Cause he's kind of like establishing that. That's the way I see it. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, but I don't think that's. And I mean, these are supposed to be fun action movies. I didn't. I agree. Like, there's a lot in there. Um. Anyway, I, I I had something else in my head about this movie, but I don't remember. So I'm just gonna skip it. Anyway, that's the Equalizer. They're fun movies. They're, they're still recommendable. They're fun movies for sure. Um, action wise, the action is fun when it when it gets there for sure. Um, especially the first two. So anyway, check those out. Uh, the third ones in theaters. The other two, I forget where. Anyway, uh, that's what you have. I saw. For the first time, I, I don't because I remember nothing of this movie. So like sometimes I we, I watch a movie and I'm like, if I saw it as a kid, um, and then cut to an adult, like I'll remember some things. Like oh, I must have seen this before because I do remember this. Sometimes <laughs> this wasn't one of those cases. I saw 1986's Cobra. Have you seen Cobra? I maybe. Yeah, I can't remember. A tough on crime street cop must protect the only surviving witness to a strange, murderous cult with far-reaching plans. You got a young Stallone. Yeah, young ass, yeah, young Stallone, for sure. Oh, we just watched, like, similar movies or something? What the fuck? Yeah, not, yeah, not <laughs> too far off there, actually. 
Movie stars, of course, Sylvester Stallone, Granny Santoni, Bridget Nielsen. Bridget Nielsen, obviously, is the surviving witness here. And um, this is uh, this is is this this, this movie is very really low rated, and I can see why. It is nonsense. The movie's nonsense for sure. It is a classic '80s, mid '80s action film in the sense that the body count is high, and nothing makes sense around it. Which is fine. That's what I wanted when I wanted to into Cobra. I just didn't know the situation. So I saw Cobra, and the one thing that's, uh, that kind of came at me the most was, uh, and this is because we reviewed, not because, but it reminded me because we reviewed Tombstone recently. Yeah. Check that out in our, and from this year, guys, we reviewed that movie like seven shows ago. Um, Tombstone was directed, quote unquote, you know, by this guy named George P. Cosmatos, who I mentioned wasn't an actual director. He was like a figurehead director of that movie. What who really directed that movie was Kurt Russell, right? I mentioned right, right. that that that's how that that's how that came about. The strange, how strange it was to to have that movie made at that time. How how, be, how weird it was to make it. Um, Cobra was directed by George P. Cosmatos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that means to me. That Stallone really directed this movie, mm. as it was in the case of uh, Rambo Two, which was also Cosmatos, but not really because interviews have said that Rambo yeah. Stallone directed. And Stallone, as we know, he's more involved. He's not just a he's not just a star actor. He's he writes his own about Rambo Rocky and stuff, you know. So, I think that he's showing a lot of his his true colors about crime in this movie. You gotta <laughs> see it to know what I'm talking about, but like. Like, it's so obvious that he is, like, tough on crime, kind of to the point of, like, like he wants a, a gun in everyone's hand kind of feel, you know? Like. So, the the tagline on the poster yeah. Oh, yeah. is, what uh, is crime is a disease, meet the cure. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly the tone. That's exactly right. I think we're get, we're getting, a, 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 like, a little taste of, his, of the mind of Stallone, at least back then. Sure. Yeah. As to what he but thought about life. Eighty six, right? Yeah. Eighty six. So I, I kind of want you to watch it just to. See. I mean, now he's making movies about being old and killing people. Yeah. For money, well, yeah. So. Right. So he clearly issued that. But anyway, at the height of his power, right? This is the yeah. height. Um, That's true. He was making this kind of statements. It's funny watching it. Very like uh, it's like he watched RoboCop, but but liked all of the corporate like liked all the stuff that was being made fun of. You, you know. You, I, I hope no one likes that. I'm just saying, there's some. I mean, people like Fight Club for the wrong reasons. That is true. People watch Fight Club and they unironically think that's about like the things that it's making fun of. You know, like it's it happens all the time. Um, it's like uh, the Homelander bit too, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like yes. The most 100%. recent. Yeah, yeah. Homelander was another one of those. Anyway, uh, I spent too much time on it. No one should really spend that much time on Cobra, but I watched it, and there it is. So originally, guys, if you uh, listen to the show and are a fan and listen to last time's show, at the end of it, we mentioned that we we're going to review three movies, right? Uh, two of which stayed the same. The third one was going to be this movie called Satanic Hispanics. Obviously, that's not the case. We're reviewing a movie called Wesera instead of Satanic Hispanics. However, Roth found a South American film to replace that. Horror Don't you worry. Also. I will Horror hard. also. Bitch, I found it for you. Anyway, but horror also, and uh, <laughs> I worked hard. I used my I used my connections. Yeah. Uh-huh. To, to oh work. yeah, your connections. That's right. Uh-huh. Anyway, so 
Um, and the point is the reason the reason we didn't watch uh, we're not reviewing Satanic Hispanics because that movie had a very limited run in theater. I mean, when I say limited, bro, like like five days, four five days, five days. I think it was from uh, Friday to Tuesday. Yeah, and I went to go see it on. A, I wanted to go see it on a Wednesday, and I was like, oh, "I'll go watch it on Wednesday" because I was free on Wednesday. Yeah, and no, it was uh, Monday was the last day. Monday, sorry, sorry. Yeah. And so then maybe I was free Tuesday. I can't remember whatever day I was. I was trying to watch it the next day, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, nowhere, literally nowhere, like nowhere." Like and like if like movie never existed, like if it was pulling a prank on me, and I was like, what? yeah, like now I did see it. I saw that Monday, right, the last day, <laughs> and the, right on the last day. And uh, this is a strange film in the sense that it is a um, what do you call it? A uh, there's a name for it. It's very common. Um, a compilation? That's not right. What's the name? What am I thinking of? Anyway, whatever. It's a uh, compilation. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's a bunch of short stories in in one movie, and it's about this guy named the Traveler who gets arrested in like in a heap of bodies, all shot to the head, and he nice. gets arrested. And the whole movie takes place throughout the cops interviewing him as to like, like be, uh, you know, as to like what happened, how he got there, what's his name, things like that. And he starts telling these stories based on the content, uh, based on what these what these cops are asking him. It's all on a level of ridiculous. Like, the movie is intentionally both trying to be funny and light. But the horror itself is more hardcore. And uh, the trick of these movies is that each time the guy's about to start a short story and that new short story starts, it's made, written and directed by a different filmmaker. So that's why there's like, a bunch of filmmakers attached to this. Yeah. All South American, and they all have their own stake. I've seen a lot of... Uh, I forget the names of all of them, but like, um, I researched some of the ones they've done. Before and I recognized a lot of similarities. Like, oh, this guy did a segment of VHS. This guy did uh, ABCs of Death. This guy, uh, there's this short movie that I saw once, you know. So, like, I'm very, I'm a little familiar uh, to a lot of the stuff here. My favorite story out of all these, um, besides maybe the Traveler, is uh, it's the one with the with the witch in the woods, the the nature one. That's what we like to say. I forgot the names of them. They all have names to them, but I forgot. And uh, it's uh, that was my favorite one because I think it was the coolest and kind of most interesting. As far as the kind of horror it was going for, um, they actually have a Dracula. They have a classic Dracula type of vampire oh, really? in the streets of uh, I forget where. But uh, that one's really that was more funny. That one needs to be more funny, even though again a lot of like mutilation, decapitation. Uh, so yeah, uh, they were it, they were interesting. That was my least favorite, like I said, but like it, it, it wasn't bad. It was it was fun to watch. Um, ultimately, though. It would have been harder to review this movie, so I'm a little glad we didn't have to. But um, also, like, it's still a fun ride if you can catch it. I think it's available to rent now, um, if not very soon. Anyway, uh, that's not yet, not yet, Hispanics. Yeah. So um, once uh, once Ra found out that we couldn't review this movie because it wasn't available to him, I suggested a movie that um, that I heard good things about in theaters called Bottoms. I said we could review Bottoms or something else if you want, and he said no. sure. That's what you said, and I went and saw Bottoms based oh, on your sure. But I, I okay, so I got to pull up my text because yeah. this is okay. So uh-huh. I'm going to defend myself here. No, no, you don't. I don't see why you have to because uh, I just said it. That's the truth. Uh, don't worry, I, I regret nothing. I really like this movie, but um, uh-huh. you said okay or something. <laughs> And there was a gap of time too. It wasn't like okay, and then you pick something a minute later. No, it was like the next day. <laughs> so yeah, like, okay, it was then. totally the next day. I fell asleep. 
Well, I went that, I went so, out and saw bottoms in that time frame. You wanna, well, this is the question you posed. You want to do bottoms or something else? I put, yeah, I guess. Like, well, I thought you said yes. No, and yeah, yes, I, I guess it was if like you said I something guess. else. It would have been the, the, the title, right? And then I put, be let's careful stay, with and the words. Words are next, power. And then literally, uh, they are. They are. Then the next day, I was like, let's stay with horror. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, okay. So I, I didn't say shit, but like, um, now I have still another movie to watch. You for know? sure, yeah, yeah. You and know, we're what? getting I, it close. This is like a day ago. Right? Like, no, this is yeah, for sure. I had and, a, I had to read the movie. Yeah, right, right. And uh, so we were cutting it close to the recording time. And uh, so anyway, I saw Bottoms. <laughs> I was Bottoms. Okay, let me read the thing here. Two unpopular queer high school students start a fight club to have sex before graduation. Uh, movie stars Rachel Sennett or Sennott. It's two N's and two T's anyway. Ayo Edibiri, who I love and you know from The Bear. She's the main star of The Bear, other than Bear. You know, the Bear. Yeah. Other than Bear is the main star. Um, she plays a high school student, convincingly too, by the way. I almost didn't recognize her. I'm like, what do I know her from? She acts so different she than looks, The Bear. I mean, she looks, in the pictures, she does look the same. But. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, once you see it, when you know, we know. When I once figured out who it was, like, in my head, obviously. And Ruby Cruz also. Anyway, uh, written and directed by Emma Seligman, also co-written by Rachel Sennett, which, uh, interesting, I don't know. Anyway, um, this is a strange movie. It's, it's like, um, so a lot of this movie is very, very classical, coming-of-age feels. It's very classical in the sense of, like, it's coming-of-age, it's high school, it's, um... Touches a lot of uh, the same American isms in high school, like uh, football, like um, you know, being othered or being called freak. Obviously, this is more modern, so you know, like there's cool gays and not cool gays, right? Things like of that. Of course, yeah. Um, which I can imagine is very true. And but the but the thing is that someone took that kind of like, you know, normal days and confused type stuff, and put it into. A surreal blender. It basically is sorry to bother you mm-hmm. in high school. <laughs> oh, wow. That's how I felt. Now, it's not exactly one-to-one. The direction is very different. But, yeah. like, the style is very different, too. But it feels as surreal as sorry to bother you. You know how crazy that movie was? Like, the world building both emphasized and, like, followed the, the, the main character's, like, emotions and, you know, feelings and information, right? Like, to exaggerate the point. Like, like of course, this rich guy would have monsters. Like, that's not the actual solution, but like, that's how far like that surreal can go. This movie has the same, exactly the same. So the point where like I was bust, I was like gut busting laughing really? at so much weird shit in this movie. Like, especially um, so this movie is um, the biggest paintbrush that it has that it covers the most in the movie. I would say is um, I don't want to say men versus women, but men and women. It's about that more than it is about, let's say, um, you know, um, queer queerness or, or you know, the society or people. And it's not about that so much. It's not as much as about race at all. It's not about like the biggest paintbrush is about women, and uh, and their position specifically in high school, specifically in this modern day. And um, I think it's very good. I think it's um like if this I hope I'm not saying this movie will become this, but I feel like this movie could be one of those like. It's the fast times at Richmond High of the of this age. Oh wow! Which okay. is to say, this movie may not be for us, Roth, because we're too old, and we're not lesbians. But like, either we're way, not? nope. I checked. I double checked this morning. 
We're not. And um, whoa, whoa, you checked for me. But I really love watching this movie, and I was one of the very few people in that theater like laughing. I, I, I can imagine a lot of people were uncomfortable. Oh, really? With the stuff, I, I guess you'd have to Still? see it. For, I don't want to spoil it. I, yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to see it to know what I'm talking about. Like, did you feel like the the subject matter was uncomfortable? I, I'm just curious. What do, it, what, a, what do you think was made it uncomfortable for other people? I think they went too hard on some of that stuff. Oh man, I like that. See, but I, I, I like lo- see, I like that. That's <laughs> what made it a little raunchier. Don't get me wrong, like, and fun. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes, and, it, it, yeah. I'll laugh, but I'll still uncomfortably laugh. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And the violence comes out of nowhere, and it's really fucking intense. And I mentioned Fight Club in the description. There is a Fight Club. It is not, like, everywhere. It's not, like, the Fight Club or anything. But there are some... It is funny, and it does go there. Um, It also talks about, like, using the... You know, how it's very cool to have, like, a, a negative past... Like, you know, how, like, if you've been to juvie, you can use that for street cred on this, you know, in, uh, in high school, for example, or whatever. Like, that's a, that's a plot point in this movie. It actually goes all the way. And, like, only in America will that be an actual thing, by the way. That's yeah. another thing about this movie that I love. It's so American. It is so painfully American. Um, in good and bad ways. Like, it really tears down a lot of the reasons we shouldn't be proud of this. And a lot of the reasons why we're only ones that can't be proud of this. So, like, you got to watch it. I'm being very, um, walk, I'm walking around it a lot, but I, I really you. dug it. Bottoms was a lot of fun. I highly recommend anyone should watch it. Except so, for, like, your grandma. May, maybe I'll take Ashley to go watch it. See if, uh. Yeah, I don't know what she'll think, but it's fun. Yeah. I hope well, like you know, it. we both like comedy, and, um, yeah. I like making her feel uncomfortable as possible. It's definitely awkwardness, and for sure. It's high school awkward comedy, yes. There's a bit yeah. of that in there. Sure. For sure. Okay. Sometimes I was like, oh, can we fast forward? Obviously, I can't, but. Um, anyway, yeah, that's actually why I hate watching stuff at home um, because I have the ability to stop. <laughs> yeah, and I will stop something if it makes me too uncomfortable. That's I've been, in the, I, I've done it. I'll like, okay, give me like five minutes. I'll come back to this. Mm. I gotta go poop. I gotta go do something. You know, like mm. I'll come back with a drink in my hand, and I'll be like, all right, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, I had that. I had that like once or twice with Wasetta. Actually, um, I no, did like you a little bit? I didn't I, stop it. I had to make sure I, I watched that movie. I had to watch it, make sure no one was home because uh, Leo was. It was like during. I had, Leo went out, and I was like, "I gotta watch this movie, guys!" Like, I kicked everybody out of the house because I mean, Ashley would have watched it with me, and it would have been. Good. We'll talk more about it in the review, but yeah, I just can't watch horror around, around Leo, even though we're gonna watch his first horror movie later this year, right. like in the theater. Yeah, all right. All right. So anyway, that's uh, that's the recent discoveries. That's all I've been watching here. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review our first film of the evening, which is. El Conde. Right. Stay with us. Centers on Augusto Pinochet, who is not dead, but an aged vampire. Okay. After living 250 years in this world, he has decided to die once and for all. This is El Conde, or The Count. Yeah. Uh, this is directed by uh, Pablo Lorraine. Written by Guillermo Calderón. Is it La Rain? Or is it La Rain? Yeah, okay, I guess. He's from there, right? La Rain, yeah. I would say so. Um, starring the Count himself. No, uh, <laughs> Jamie Vadel, uh, Gloria Munchmeyer, um, uh, Alfredo Castro, Paula La Luchsinger, Stella Gonet, Catalina Guerrera. Names I can say. This is great. Um, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Besides that, um, yeah, El Conde. This was an interesting watch. Um, I'm going to start with this one. This has the uh, tags of comedy, fantasy, history. 
Um, huh. No horror, huh? No horror. I There is horror to it, I would say. Um, I mean, it opens with it. Right. That's what I... Yeah. So, el, I actually... Um, so, I had my first uh, quick... quick uh, thing about it is uh i started off and it started off in english and i was really mad because i was like netflix like i'm latino bro like you can put this in spanish room and um oh yeah yeah i thought so, the same thing so and then i went to go look and i was like it says spanish audio okay yeah it i did sa- the same it, fucking it, thing it says spanish subtitles okay i'm like and, netflix you know me better i watch things in korean i was like what the fuck netflix and i was like so then I let it play, and I was like, "Okay, it's still English." And I was like, "It has, it has to be the narration, then, just, just in English." Then. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, that so that's so that's, hard. that's obvious." Oh my god, it's so hard. Yeah. So that happening, that happening, I was like, "Okay, so this is the the action. This is what they wanted to do. This is how they wanted to do." It. Yeah. And I was like, "All right, cool." Then I once that once that happened, I was I let it go, and I was like, "Perfect, this is fine. It's no longer your fault. We're good, yeah. Netflix." Right. I did change the subtitles to be English CC, so I can get the subtitles for the English speaking parts too. Oh, cool. That's the only change I made. Yeah. Um, besides that, I, I didn't care for that. I, um, it did so little of that that it wasn't that big of a deal. I did have to watch this in two parts. I will say I had a pause at one point because I was so exhausted uh, that I was falling asleep because it's, it demands your attention. There's just a lot of heavy, heavy dialogue. And, yeah. um, and it demanded my attention. And especially in Spanish. Not that I can't, but I was um, I understand Spanish, but sometimes I want to read a word. And I'm like, oh, that's... They also yeah. have a dialect that we're not used to as well. Not there that is, yeah. It's not Spanish sure. bad from Spain. No, that's no, it's not. Dialect. Thank God. But there is to... words that I was like, what's that right. word? You know, like right. I have to use yeah. context clues for sure. Yes. Um, that is what it is. But besides that, um, I actually, I, I found this movie funny, but funny on like uh, a lighter end. Um, I didn't, there was like there, the moments when they're getting interviewed were the funniest parts for me. Um where I was, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was actually laughing. They were the out. most intentionally funny too. Of course, yeah, they were, and I was laughing out loud in those moments. Um, I wish I knew a little bit more about the subject matter here. Um, maybe oh. I would have. Okay. Right, and this I was going to ask you this question after I was done with my, with my little quick thing, but mm-hmm. uh, which was, um, I, I, I know, I know the base of what anybody should know about Pinochet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which was uh, like Pinochet. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. Uh, which was, um, yeah, he he uh, screwed over Chile, and <laughs> like um, he was a dictator who was uh, yeah, he ruled for the, like thirty, forty what, years, sixties to right, eighties to like eighties, nineties, yeah, like, right. something years, yeah, right, right, right. And um, he basically kind of fucked them over and uh, did whatever he wanted and stuff like that. Um, sold land, sold stuff, did a lot of deals with other co- other governments. Yeah, like the Contras were a big deal with our thing, um, in part. Right. We, with that. I think, I think, I think uh, right, right, right. So, of, uh, something the, I know American, that's different the Americans use them, something, America. right? Am I, am I correct? The Americans used the Pinochet. Well, they, well. They, they, uh, they took down Allende and right. installed Pinochet. Helped that's them. A, there you go. That's what it was, right? That's what it was. That was so, when we were like, uh, in this country, we were like taking a lot of like South, uh, Middle East and South American yeah. dictators, and replacing them with our own or people we trusted. People right. we were, yeah, exactly. It's I like the, um, the Ayat- not the Ayatollahs. What are those uh, fake kings in India and South America that the British used? Anyway, yeah. whatever. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I forget there's a name for them. So, yeah, but besides that, I don't really know anything else. Um, Mahajar. Mahajar. Maharajar. Sorry. Maharajar, okay, yeah. Besides that, I don't really know anything else about um, Pinochet. Uh, but I do like how this movie starts. And I will say the art direction in this movie is really fun. Um, I almost want to see what it would because it, it's all black and white or like ninety nine percent of it is. Um, 
and I, I do want to see what like the set design would be like i can I imagine some of the colors like the dread just like the dreariness of where mm-hmm. they are in the house and yeah. stuff like that um but yeah i i i think the actors are fun i think uh they're very believable and especially how they act uh the kids are very believable i, I say kids but they're all adults um his kids in comparison to a 250 year old person um and it is like uh it is it does remind me it does give me that like abraham lincoln uh, vampire killer vibes kind of thing like alternate history style of 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 a world that we're yeah building. i haven't seen that movie but yeah, I mean, I neither have i but i just bring it up because it is like a, a oh, okay thing. yeah you're right um, a historical figure into a mythological yeah yes exactly right exactly so it's uh very much so one of those things and uh i i dug it i dug that it's that it's uh it's its own thing um i i dug to the fact that obviously that's done in spanish and done with all these things you know that's where it should be how it should be done um in my opinion coming from the perspective of them uh but yeah i found it funny i found it uh <laughs> i found it like also like how just how like if I, it was very the, the word i would like to use is they're very pitiful uh people yeah um and it's that's funny to me uh, especially because just like the fact that these guys had power is just insane um or these type of people have power is insane to me um just how how little they are but besides that, it's uh, I thought overall uh, art direction is really cool. Uh, they have some good humor, of course, and uh, I wanna like I said, I, I will get more into more more details later because like I said, I just don't know enough about the history um, that I probably missed out on more subtle clues or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, I think overall the movie the movie was uh was a good movie. I uh, had fun watching it. Right on, Oscar. Uh, so, uh, first of all, I didn't know it was a Pablo Lorraine movie, Lorraine, until, uh, not until I started watching it, but like a day before. And I was like, oh, I know this, I know the name. And I was like, oh, he's the guy who directed, um, Jackie. And he did Spencer, which we reviewed here on the show. Remember those movies? Yeah. Um, yeah, he did those movies, which is like, he's like kind of known as the guy who takes like, in the sense of Spencer and Jackie, Western civilization characters, uh, historical m- figures, and, you know, makes this ultra-real kind of horror thing. Not horror like capital H, more like a um, a suspenseful narrative around real heroes on a real time frame and, you know, based on real facts, right? Yeah. Like, those two movies are like that. His movie that before that movie, it, which I also saw, I think the year it came out, it's a movie called No, like N-O, No. Um, that I haven't seen. Which uh, was made in Chile. He made his, uh, his home country. It's about the either one of the lead, if not the lead um, protester that started the No campaign for Pinochet's downfall. Yeah, that's it's about so, the downfall that's so funny. I kind of wish I watched that movie. It's really, <laughs> really good. It is probably his best. Like, yeah. there's a lot of passion in that film, and it stars Gael Garcia, but not so yeah. like pretty solid actor right there. Yeah, but so, I, I think we. Um, Jackie and Spencer are so well, especially Jackie is so focused on like the yeah. close-ups of this of this of this character, right? Yeah, right. Of this of this person, um, that's uh, it's also just the way it's shot and everything else like that. Yeah, that's, yeah. And same thing with uh, Spencer. Spencer is also so so single-mindedly focused on, which is fine. There's not an issue, right? Um, but yeah, yeah. It's funny watching him do this a fantasy version of it. This is more like uh, the death of Stalin. Have you seen that movie? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. This is like the death of Stalin. It is, yeah. It's very similar, actually, because they take a a horrifying monster of a man his, in, his, in history, 
and makes them makes you laugh at him. It makes you laugh at a situation, makes you laugh. It's not so outwardly as the death of Stalin. Death of Stalin is obviously Stalin dies in the intro of that or around the beginning, and it's about the the power struggle of all the other political figures around him surrounding his death trying to gain control, right? But, like, and that's funny. And Steve Buscemi is hilarious. I mean, that's that's more out and out funny than this. I I would agree with you. And it's also, but it's also like somebody. Who doesn't live in that country or didn't come from there, though? That is the the bigger difference, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this one, um, I thought we were gonna see um, Pinochet ruling as not Dracula, but as a uh, as a vampire. Yeah, so did I. Uh, I thought we were gonna see some of that, but I figured that, and he must have figured out too that that might have been too crass if he actually shows day to day being the the leader of this country. And yeah. ruling with an iron fist and taking those real things that happened. Yeah, it's way better to show him dehumanized. After, right. It's yeah. better to show what happened after. Like, no, he didn't die. What happened really was, uh-huh. um, it's yeah. like um, uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. You know, they made that one. Everyone knows that they died at the end, even though no one sees it. Yeah. But like, uh, they made that one movie, I forget the name of it, where like, what if they lived? What yeah. if they did get away? You know, it's like that, you know. Um, anyway, so I, I love the the weird balance of that of this movie that it takes that. It is fun. I also agree with you. The art direction is amazing. I found it like the way it glides, but the the way the camera follows the gliding of the count as he's yeah, going hunting really well. It's great and gruesome. This movie's really gruesome. It's very nearly a horror movie, if not a basically a horror movie. Yeah, um, the, especially the I would agree a hundred percent with you, especially the beginning yeah. and um, just like the blending of things is weird. Yeah. Oh, it was nasty. Yeah, um, so and yeah. it's humor. It's dark humor for sure because they're based on real people. And his children are by far the funniest for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And I like the introduction of new characters. I also found it very bizarre, but in a good way. Uh, uh, especially when you find out who, who the American voice is—not American, though the the English voice, English voice, yeah—and uh, the narrator of the opening. And um, it's it. I think it all ties in pretty fun. I agree. And uh, the movie's not too long either. I found it kind of snappy overall and um yeah i had a lot of fun with it so it's uh um a lot of like um it's almost like shakespearean or machiavellian or whatever but but the only reason it isn't is because they're too stupid they are too combinationally stupid and greedy and selfish yeah, to actually warrant any kind of like dignity to their actions and that makes it really funny yeah and i think that kind of takedown of a character based on a fantastical setting like Pinochet, a fucking vampire, is uh, part of the reason why I think Lorraine wanted to make this movie. And I, yeah, I, I fell for it. That was fun. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it is funny. The, the, I think uh, my, uh, my favorite uh, kid to watch is uh, Mercedes, which is, or Mercedes. Is that the one that was like, um, that's the like, religious one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine was the religious. The reason that uh, she's the one who hires the the nun to come over. Yeah, that was so strange. It seemed like everyone hired the nun. You saw that? Yeah. Until uh, the well, we're not gonna spoil the ending, but like yeah. until the end, like where they had another person like I hired the nun. Right. Yeah. 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 Nun. yeah um, it's, it's it's funny because uh, the, the, the whole premise of the movie is uh is he wants to die, right? And I read that in the beginning right. Of the movie, right. He wants to die, and he's kind of letting his kids kill him. Right. Well, he's like asking them to do it, but he's like, or, like them without, inviting them to do it. Really, he, not yeah, really he's, asking. He's really inviting them to do it, right? 
and uh, at People least that's what we're, at, at least at least that's what we're what we're thinking that we're being taught, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that he's inviting them to do it. That's why that's somewhere how it feels, right? And uh, yeah, Dog Day afternoon. Yeah. Um, so he's like uh, inviting us, but uh, he can't outright tell them. And then all of a sudden, he's like, you see, like he still has like this. It's modern day technically, or modern modernish times, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like it's just interesting to see what. Uh, what how he goes about it and the relationship he has he's like well by the way guys like you know i have all this money and i have all these things and i have all these yeah i have all this property i bought in so many countries and there's so many pseudonyms yeah and i'm and i'm willing to give it all to you guys basically saying i'm willing to pass the torch and this is the only reason like pinochet has been i guess alive technically or his or his family still loves him right in a weird way yeah Um, yeah is for that reason right um and uh, and another thing is uh none of them and a little caveat that you find out early on in the movie, or not too much later, is that none of the, none of the family members are vampires except for him. Yes, even though he can make children, it's very strange. It doesn't follow any real convention of a vampire, right? Vampire, other than like the blood, of course. Yeah. Not even the daytime. The daytime doesn't do nothing. The daytime, the, the stakes, the killing, and the the, the stake works. Yeah, because that's yes. the, the show in the beginning of the movie how to kill. How Hearts are a big deal for him. That's usually not a big deal for vampires. No, it's so, not yeah. things like that. Like deal is and like that's the best part. They man- he mentions that. Yeah, the, he actually goes into detail about it, why yeah. he likes it yeah, and everything. Yeah. So. And also, he has like preference to blood, which is the reason I think the reason why I knew that. Uh, um, well, I, I, mean, I guess I can't spoil something, but like um, I had an inkling as to the narrator is because he mentions in the very beginning, or the narrator mentions in the beginning. I don't know who. I think it was the narrator. Yeah. That British blood is preferable. Because they have this like old sense of like this old um, like he likes the European old taste to him. Something about like the connect the connection to the French Revolution, connection to the yeah. Abitra, the, the, nar- the narrator, the narrator says yeah. Pinochet prefers this type yeah. of blood. Yeah, right. that's, what, that's what the narrator says. He doesn't like the stale like he, fighting uh, the South American blood. When he yeah, he goes there. he he doesn't yeah. like the the working class people. Working class he, blood. Yeah, right. that's how that's how he puts it. He doesn't like the working class blood. He's like they're just it's just too like uh like you know like yeah. you're, you're work you're working you're you're sweaty you're this you know like they're mm-hmm. and it's funny like you can't you can't use hard workers hard workers are the like guys who are gonna live but if you have these up these people who don't work or not yeah. like you know more fluffier I guess or whatever yeah. That is funny, yeah. Yeah, and he has like this strange obsession with Marie Antoinette, which I found um, super strange obsession. Well, a strange obsession with that era of friend of France because he's French, I guess. That's the origins. Like we see the origins of him. Correct. He was uh, raised in an orphanage in France and became yeah. a, and, a uh, somewhat leader. Right, captain he was in that he was born a uh, vampire. He was born a vampire too. He was a, yeah. He like right. That's another weird thing. Yeah. Um, Again, uh, all these things are very strange and interesting to watch. And like and he translated like the mission statement of his time being a soldier for the French Revolution in uh-huh. the 1700s into his dictatorship yeah. as Pinochet uh-huh. in Chile yeah, yeah. in the 20th century. Yeah. And I thought that that was so weird. And like, why would he carry that into it? Yeah, it, it, you know, he wanted to do his rule men and say all this stuff. And obviously, while watching him in a time period, the movie starts with him. Not really. Want, he just wants to die. Wants to be alone. He's constantly surrounded by people, I guess, closest to him, but not anyone else. In an abandoned town, by the looks of it, it looks like yeah. a dead town in the middle of nowhere. It's very weird. It looked like a farm, to be honest with you. Yeah, but yeah. maybe it was a farm. I didn't yeah. see any farming stuff or like. A, I neither did I, but it just yeah. But maybe. I thought it was a town because when he flew over, I saw a bunch of buildings and in, di- in different places. I felt farm. It felt like a town. 
Um, but what? Uh, so, what do you think of the addition of the nun? What do you think of her and her role in the movie? I what I like I like what the the movie's setting up as in like we obviously know vampires exist they're gonna perform an exorcism or whatever because even uh, when we meet the nun in the first time which is like in uh, nunnery or whatever the hell they're called in nun school yeah uh, yeah sure um, we're both wrong way <laughs> off I'm sure but um, the wherever they are the she's getting a mission from like like hey you're gonna go do this and we need you to kind of like do this and we like we get that right away that you know there's ulterior motives. Of like, um, she she's being she says that she wants to save his soul, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's anything good in the in any person, I'm gonna find that little bit of good. I'm gonna save that soul because that's my mission in life, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna save even if it's a little bit of a soul right. worth saving, right? Yeah. And uh, but the other mission is, uh, yeah, if he's a vampire, you need to kill his motherfucker. Like, and and uh, <laughs> yeah. That's you know they do a few flashbacks. Yeah, it's it, it's all like a it's all like a punchline, right? Yeah, I, I mean, that's how I saw it. Yeah. So like for example, they do this. I'm not gonna say all of them because there's a final, not final, but there's a third flashback to her in nun school, the Harvard for nuns. Let's call it. Um, that um, Why? <laughs> <laughs> looks like a prestigious nunnery. Um, you know they make the best Turkish delights there. You know that. I hope fucking hope so. Anyway. And um, that's a terrible candy, by the way. It's terrible. I don't know who eats them. Anyway, Duds. yeah, I guess so. no. But people love them. Some people like love that shit. Anyway, um, they do a second flashback. We're like, make sure you take his money too. It's like, it's like that's <laughs> yeah. when I started laughing about that. So by yeah, yeah, the yeah, third too. time it happens, I remember yeah. like, like yeah. okay, they're just adding these layers. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, and it's supposed to be like I think we did the ridiculous and funny. I, and, I think so too. I think it starts off like uh, we're we're dedicated. This is yeah, ridiculous. you're the mole. Go in as an accountant. <laughs> yeah, but you're 100%. gonna kill this right. dude, right? Which is funny because uh, you're the mole, but you're hired by one of the kids. And I was like, or, so, the- <laughs> so because I, as that's, I got a little confused because I was yeah. like. Is she hired by one of the kids, or is she not? And or was she just like, is this on purpose? Like, what's or like, I, I'm lost. And the way those kids, which are full grown adults, older than us, um, like the way they show how no work they want to be done in their lives, like how they they aspire to never work a day in their lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not only get to that point money wise, but beyond that. And uh, and well, have a steady stream of way more income than they deserve or need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or um, need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love uh, <laughs> I love Peter Shea's, uh He says it to one of them. He said, "Well, I can't have my I can't have my kids working." Like, yeah. He says that early on, right? But he keeps saying it, like, and it's just like it gets funnier all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, no, of course you can't. Like, well, you know, you can never put him through that burden. You know, like heaven forbid. Yeah. You know? It was and they pretty, all prove to you how bad, like, you like, you're such and a they horror. really don't lift a finger. The only thing they do is talk. Yeah, they don't even do a good job of eating for themselves. Like they don't even they don't even eat well. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Um, there's that one sister. I, I really forget her role. I, she was my she was my favorite. It wasn't the religious one. It was someone else. She was the most callous one. I forget what exactly it was. But I remember her being the funniest. The um, the religious one. I don't think it was a religious one. I think it was. So we have um, Margaret, Mercedes, uh, and I'm Luciana, and uh, well, and Jacinta. I'm not gonna remember the names. Um, anyway, 
Well, let's forget it for now. But I remember one of them being like really funny. Like I liked exactly the style you were going for with her. Uh-huh. Um, and then we have uh, Pinochet's uh, wife, which is uh, which is a diff- different comedy level in the sense like she's constantly asking him to turn her. Yeah, because she wants to. And there's a disability apparently because these are old actors playing portraying old people. Yeah, yeah of course. And uh, you know, you think of vampire, you think he's staying the same age. No, he can eat enough hearts to age down. Yeah, apparently that's the way it works if he wants to. But he's been neglecting himself this whole yeah. time, or for a while, and because he wants to die, he just can't. Yeah, and he has a Russian servant that he turned and uh, was with him and killed so many communist communists. Communist, sorry, and um, it's such a weird. There's like a weird triangle happening there. What did you would you think of that stuff? Um, yeah, it's one of those. Uh, I like the relationship of uh, this. Like, I am your 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 servants. Like, you're my my right hand man kind of person. Yeah, right? like the Alfred. Right? Yeah, very much, very much like the Alfred uh, style, um, which is um, uh, who is that? That's. Uh, Sturgill, right? Or Sturgill? Uh, I, I think. That sounds right. Maybe. Um, yeah. And it's like this. The, I, well, the relationship that all three of them have well, is this whole like, I serve the, you know, I, I, I serve, uh, what's it called? Pinochet. But, uh, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I want him. I, I want, I, 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 I can't leave his side. I, I don't, I'm never going to know what to do without him kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And uh, because of that, he serves as well, uh, Lucia. Yeah. Um, which is uh, which is funny because like you can tell there's like something between them. Like they could have been, they could have had something um, right away from the get go, like from the first time they meet, um, and that you're like, oh, you can tell they probably had they could they could they've either had something in the past or they could have had something in the past. I didn't get that sense, but that's funny. I mean, it makes sense because it does happen. But <laughs> yeah, it does happen. But yeah, um, it's just funny because I, I got that like when they first, they give each other this look like um. Of like not like uh you know like I'm like give me what I want you're the servant but it's more like of uh oh I I've I've missed you kind of thing yeah um, so yeah okay well good question um I feel like uh, I do want to say more about that especially something about the beginning but it may evolve the ending so maybe we should get into spoilers. yeah that's what I was thinking too yeah so so let's get into spoilers for Conde the Count starting right now. All right, before we get to the actual narrator, you know, reveal. Yeah. Um, Which is awesome that there's a narrator reveal. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I think I wanted it for sure. I mean, I'm not saying like I you know, have the whole ha- person in, but like have her say like, oh, I'm this. I, I really it, thought it was like, going to be the nun like in the future. So I thought I, it was going to be the nun. I, th- I thought it, I just the fact that because they are saying the story of what happened, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're telling us the story. Yeah. And, but uh, they're saying it all as if it happened already. Correct. Yes, right. they are saying it, right? Yeah. Uh, he thought this or did right. this. And that. Right. Um, because of all that's happening with the, the – I was like, I really hope we find out who the narrator is. That's all yeah. I wanted. Right. But anyways. Well, I got more than what I wanted, actually, because I really thought it was just going to drop a name or just reveal, like, ooh, it's the nun. It's not the fucking nun. I'll tell you that. Right. And uh, it's way more, and they show it, and it's great. Um, um, but uh, what happened with the nun was very interesting. What, like – I mean, I feel like the movie, see, I, I think it, by the end, I'm not sure when the whole movie ended, I'm not 100% sure if I knew what the movie was trying to say. Um, you know, like, okay. I feel like I missed, the, if there was a grand point to it, uh-huh. I feel like I, I didn't get it. Um, 
Well, you want to tell you what I got from it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of thought that's what we were going with. Um, what I got from it is, um, is um, as a parent, because um, we've, you know, um, this is what I got from the, uh, me as a parent, is uh, I, uh, I failed my, uh, my child, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and not being there for them, right? I failed my child in not being there for them, and I failed, and uh, and I and I, and I'm here to ma- and I'm here to bring that back. And boys will be boys, but a mother will always know better, right? A mother always knows best, kind of scenario, right? Okay. And um, and it's like uh, I, uh, I I let I let him play enough. Now it's time for me to teach him. That's how I. That's the, that's like what I got from that, even though it's been two hundred years. Um, okay. A drop in the bucket. But yes, I suppose. So the goings on of everything else with uh, with all the uh, the kids and uh, the wife and being turned, the yeah. butler getting killed, the nun being yeah. turned and killed, like all that is like um, boys will be boys kind of like thing or My, like yeah, like, like he killing does, time for he doesn't know any better. He's still such a he's still he's still a boy. Uh, he's not a man. Like, he's oh, okay. So I, I, if I'm following that, I would yeah. say that maybe going further, like maybe it's funny to imagine uh, a, a horrible dictator like Pinochet uh-huh. being like a like a reclusive mama's boy. Yeah. Like he or he didn't have enough of his like you know like 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 all he needed was like a stern Thatcher hand. Uh-huh. Yep. Like, Something like that. that and especially, and I, and I, and I, and I think that because of what he does in the end, which is he becomes a, a little boy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's really, okay. Yeah. I like that because I really didn't have anything, um, going into the review. I, I haven't, I just saw it last night, less than 24 hours ago. So yeah, me um, too. Uh, it's all in 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. But still, you got something. I'm glad. Um, no, I like that a lot because I can go with that. I, I like that. I was just trying to find something to glom onto if it makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, sometimes I just don't have anything until it hits me later or way later, months later. Or I read a review and I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And I'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, other times I'll be like, no, that doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah, no. I've done that for sure in the past too. I'm like, you're crazy. Like, or I, uh, <laughs> why did I think of that? Fuck I mean, me. I know <laughs> I've spouted some weird theories on like what the movie is really about. I'm like, what? You guys, you guys had nothing on that. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, um, so it happens. Uh, but I like that. I'll, I'll go with that. Ultimately, it's um, this movie. Co- it's, it's a very sensitive movie at the same time because it's not sensitive in the sense like what it's showing, but like it comes very close to like painting a. I don't want to say a negative. That's not right. Yeah, because that's what you want. But painting a wrong portrait of Pinochet, even though it's a fantastical one. Yeah. You don't want to paint a wrong one. It's like Jojo Rabbit painted Hitler in a significantly specific, a very specific way of daydreaming through a little boy, right? Uh-huh. Right. And because of that, we brought and because we're also farther removed from that. That's like 80 plus years. Yeah. This was only 40 years. And uh Right, this is I mean almost this is almost your lifetime, huh? Yeah, like uh, like the the people's parents in that generation like uh, our parents' generation uh, lived through that, basically. Oh yeah, 100%. so like it's not too, it's not too far away. Um, whereas now World War II is very different; it's what, much longer. Very few people are alive. Um, so anyway, my point is that Jojo Rabbit managed to like issue a lot of that, and then do the comedy, and also kept all the emotion on the boy, 
and really didn't give any information or didn't give any kind of like impulse to want us to empathize with this imagined Hitler. Uh-huh. I think that this movie also straddles that line really well in like not not wanting you to ever feel sorry in any way for yeah. Pinochet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does it really well because the guy is so clueless, both clueless and harsh uh-huh. and commanding and also blundering. And like he's like blundering all these such, things. Blundering is such a good word for it. He, yeah. some, he somehow has all these contradicting traits all yeah. negative, uh-huh. all contradict each other, somehow makes up Pinochet, which also makes sense. You know, he constantly, he blames his wife like two or three times in the movie that it was her. Her idea, and, yeah. It yeah. started the coup. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, she yeah, yeah, power. yeah. She's so yeah. greedy. I love and it. Well, like, well, there's a little, I don't know if you caught this. So there's, <laughs> there's a, he he blames her, right? Which is fucking fantastic when he blames her because he's like, "Well, let me, do it. sweetie, it was your idea." Like, yeah, it was your and idea. I'm like, "Oh, what a fucking asshole!" Right. right? But later on, when they're going through the paperwork, it's actually under her name. Yeah, and you're like, "Wow, he fucking actually put it under her name too!" Like, what a fucking asshole! Like, yeah. he really fucking committed to that yeah. shit. Like, well, listen, I'm not taking any credit for that. Yeah, like, right. like, which is, I mean, it's. That's what you think he would do, but the fact that they, have, they tell you, like, oh, he actually did that. Like, what a fucking dick. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, no one in their right mind would still not think it's not his fault because, like, he sat the throne all those years. What are you talking about? Right, right. He left anytime yeah. you want Oh, uh, I just love how uh, he's, like, he's going through, like, his uh, depressive depressive uh, stage in life, yeah. right? That's because... the ultimate thing. He's, like, an emo stage kid right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, is, which is what? It's been, like, 20 years, I think, I guess, right? Maybe. Since, around right? I, I would say around 20 years. So let's let's give or take or whatever. But he's been depressed for like the last twenty years, and he's like, "Oh, I just don't like people seeing me as a thief." Like, what? Like, yeah, my legacy, bro. You don't have a like. Like, it's done. History's already written you as this person. You know, like, yeah, pretty you, badly. And the thief is not like the main thing, right? And that's like, well, that's what he he clings on that. Like, I'm not I'm not a thief. Yeah, that's strange. Why do it, you think that is? I don't know. I don't, is it because I, he stole Mary Antoinette's head? I don't know. I mean, the first yeah, time that, we saw him steal something. Such a cr- yes. Right. He and kept then he, the head. And it and was really he, well preserved. It really well preserved. Yeah. Very, uh, what's it called? Uh, very Hannibal Lecter. Silence of the Lamp. Fuck it. Yes. Perfect. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank okay. God. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, Do you think of and Benjamin Raspel's head in the thing? Yeah. In the that's garage. exactly what yeah. I was thinking about. Yep. That's um, I can't believe it. The, uh, the connections we have. Yeah. The, uh, but, but what was I going to say? The, um, I just, because he does it also later in the movie where he says, uh, I'm not a thief, but, then uh, his servant calls him out. He goes, well, you're a thief. And he was like, yeah, I know. I'm a thief. Yeah. He is. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't disagree with you. Like, of he's course I'm a thief. How much of the country's money and Right. I, he's like, of course I'm a thief. He's like, but I did it for like, you know, like, I did it for because like, I can't have my kids like not, you know, like do this. Yeah, like, right. And I'm like, what the, f-? like, oh, he justifies this, right? Right. But the, I think the whole thing about the, I didn't even think about that he stole that. Was, was that shown that he stole it? Besides obviously showing us that he had it, that Mary Antoinette's head? Yeah, they show in the beginning when I they're doing have, the I intro of his back. That he back. Yeah, he that he take goes in the middle of the night, uh, licks the, licks the. Yeah, uh, I the saw that. Part. I believe he steals a head. Yeah, probably. yeah. I just, I guess, I just actually. You know what? I'm, no, now that I think back on it, I don't remember if him actually taking the head or not. Right. I just, I just. Don't Maybe I'm just that. confusing but because I know he goes back in the middle of the night to lick the guillotine. I remember that. Yeah. Maybe maybe they didn't show that. You're yeah. right. Maybe I got it wrong. Again, I I just I maybe just way, missed it. I'm not surprised he has it. Real quick. But yeah, and it, it makes sense why he was kind of falling for the nun, right? A little bit. 
I think it's like this whole thing of like I don't want to be again. It's just like this childish behavior. I don't want to be. I don't want to be called this. I don't want to be looked at as this way. Mm-hmm. I don't want you know that that's really what it is. He's just like he acts like it's a like child. like he also wants to be killed by his children one minute, but not be killed by um not the hand of God, but some instrument of God. Yeah, right. That's so weird. Yeah, uh, I I didn't really get it. And you know, there's a scene also where um the nun. I should really call her her real name, but the nun blesses her like a bunch of places in the area. Yeah, Carmen, her C- room. Carmencita. Carmencita, Carmen. Uh, I'm not going to call her Carmencita. Yeah, um, Carmen. Yeah, go Carmen. Um, she blesses her place, her room where she's staying. And about, I think th- I think that's it, but I think other places too. And it doesn't, it comes well, it, the, the, nothing comes about it. No cross plays a, a role in it. No, yeah. nothing does anything. The only thing we know that does any effect is the stake. Yeah. You know? And uh, that's weird and interesting how that didn't come to anything. As a matter of fact, they fuck in that bed. Nothing happens to them. Correct, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know how long the effects of holy water, but, you know, whatever. So, if it dries up, is it too late? Now, also, you could even agree, you could even think, by that point, is she already wooed by him? That doesn't even have any effect? Is, he, is she even believing the words that she's saying anymore? Like, well, I don't know. It doesn't seem, I mean, how manipulative can he be? Um, right. Well, that's, that's the thing, right? That's, that's Because at, at that point, we've already had an interview with him or a, a meetup and, where he's smitten by her, right? And uh, and we've already had all I mean, of this. I mean, when they start speaking French to each other, I think. Oh, yeah, immediately. Yeah. And then everyone was like, he speaks French? Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Right. That was such a great little, little thing. But besides that, um, he uh, all of these like things that, that are going on with among, amongst themselves, and you can tell like she's like, a little conflicted, like she has a little bit of doubt of what she wants to do, um, like if she should service, but she also like placates everybody. So I don't know, maybe I just think it's it's really the one thing that kills a guy. Yeah, she's it's like a, a real kind of like a wild card in the movie. Even though I liked her in the like in the scenes a lot, like I think she was like a weird Joker wild card for yeah. every other character in the movie. I feel like the, there was no real purpose to her, like to be in the movie. Yeah, overall, I feel like. Um, Maybe she was an amalgamation of a lot of things that are metaphorically mean something, like the church, maybe, like the youth. She's like the youngest there, you know, things like that. Is there, she's supposed to represent some sort of something. But either way, I don't think it ended up, even though I liked her, I don't think it ended up working for me as a, as a, as a whole, uh, as far as like, you know, um, the movie not being perfect. Um, like, for example, like the thing with the butler and the wife. I think that worked better. The thing with the kids worked better. It made more sense. It fit better to them being there and what they did made sense to their actions. Like a lot of her stuff didn't. Like I can't explain it. It doesn't feel like there is a template to explain her things. So that's just how I feel a little off on that. Um, but what you meant? So the and so the whole. So let's talk about Margaret Thatcher and then the the, the death of the cre- the the five vampires and the the death of three right so like what margaret thatcher what did your what were your feelings like what did you think of that did you uh, recognize the hair immediately cuz i did so i the saw her and i saw the hair i'm like this oh is, my god this is where like i uh, i saw her and i was like i know she's supposed to be somebody but i don't know who she's supposed to be hmm. right and then yeah, when i like and then when i heard i was like oh i go oh wow yeah okay there it is. And I was like, no fucking shit, right? I go, okay, that's that's crazy. And then she tells us her story, right? Her her whole story. Exactly how it explains the whole Pinochet you know, thing. Um, right, gets oh, bitten yeah. while pregnant, right? Or whatever. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. Makes a baby. Does all these things. Uh, and, um, yeah, so that's just interesting in the, in the, in the least. But everything else, uh, 
I actually liked her a lot. I liked her coming in. At first, I was like, oh, it's not Deus Ex Machina kind of style, but... It almost is, though. Uh, but it, it, it kind of I mean, almost it is. is. But maybe. it, it isn't, it isn't, because it's it's been there in our face the whole time. Because it's like, we knew it was gonna something was going to happen, because she's been narrating the whole time. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so, like, that's why I, I did You can't call that Deus Ex Machina, because she was talking the whole movie. Right, exactly. That's why I was like, okay, well, we, we already knew this shoe was going to drop eventually. Uh, we just didn't know how. So... Besides the point, but uh, her coming in and like her having to plot, she plotted this whole thing to get her kid back. And I love that she probably would have never known who he was if he didn't become the person who he became because he put himself so much on the map that like, well, like you're known worldwide. Yeah, right, history right. Books, right. Yeah. And like, you know, I see the resemblance or, or when I met you, I knew, right. That's what he said. That's what she said. Right. Like when I met you the first time or whatever. Yeah, in um, that, uh, with that, yeah, basically when he was uh, an active dictator, yes, right, exactly. Uh, like she knew that it was that it was him, that it was it was her, her son. son, yeah. And uh, I was like, perfect, that's great. And obviously, like, well, I know you're not gonna, <laughs> like, like I know you're not gonna kill yourself, or you're not gonna die. So like, you kind of <laughs> faked it. I just figured it out. You know? No, I feel like mommy dearest came in, swoop in, and just made the decision for him that he couldn't make for himself. Yeah, and it's one of those. That's really like, it. Yeah. Which if, that's what makes it feel like a like a god machine. Yeah, and, it does. Um, and but it, but I, like as we said, it isn't. Yeah. I also feel like uh, that's like a trend lately in the last couple of years. Like uh, mom's going to take care of it or mom or dad or parent, parental person. Uh, will swoop in and fix, think of fix all the things. There's that one movie that we saw earlier in the year. Um, fuck. What's okay. it called? Uh, one out of a hundred. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I just can't. I'm trying to remember it right now. I don't know if it was earlier in the year or if it was last year. I can't remember already. It was with... Um, uh, Oh, now I can't remember people's names either. Fuck. Uh, the guy who just recently played uh, from the Master, from the Master. Philip uh, Seymour Hoffman? Oh, uh, Bo is Afraid? Yeah, Bo is Afraid, very much. Mommy will make it better. My mommy will fix things. Oh, well, that um, was the opposite. Well, right? it is the opposite. It is, but it isn't, right? Like, right, yeah. Okay, Bobby's controlled true. everything, so I'm going to fix yeah, everything. Kind of thing, right? this, but it is like, it is in that world of like, overall, the we have to, we have, we're coming back to parental things. I mean, listen, she abandoned him. So she, he didn't know how to raise anything. He didn't. He wasn't raised by anybody. He was, you know, by the institution. Or oh yeah, he was whoring and being a soldier. Yeah, and she, so he had like right, a exactly. He didn't know. Anything. He didn't know anything. He never learned anything properly. Maybe so, that's like, the real joke of it all. He has never been a man. So yeah. he's like the movie ends with him starting over. So hey, well, that's exactly what it is. Man, I think right? that's. I think that's exactly what the movie is. Right. Almost like this movie has something to say about maternity is so necessary to the to a boy. And, it, like, and it's funny because I feel, love or whatever. And it's funny because I feel like. Um, in the Latino culture, that's so like ingrained about like you know like doing that, right? Mm. Um, I at least I think so. It's not that it doesn't happen. Of course it does, right? But it's I feel like it's always such a like a, well you have to do the you know you have to be you know married yeah, and man. have a family and do yeah. all these things. Um, yeah, so ingrained. But yeah, and it is funny that he restarts and he wants to stay in Chile too. Um, yes, that's uh, then she was like that was like his wish and she's like fine. You can tell she doesn't want to. Yeah. No, um. No. Anyway. Yeah, so super weird and strange. Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we've been out it for a while, but um, anything you want to talk about with the kind? I know it's a lot we haven't talked about, like 
the the wife's greed, which I feel like is really self-explanatory. Uh, doesn't yeah, I, I, I don't think there's anything else besides what she's she's showing everything she she has. She Ivan wants, over there, the Russian. she wants she wants to just live forever. Like I mean, it's, yeah, it's, she's greedy, wants to live forever, and she, yeah. at one point she'll take it from anyone. And yeah, it was she, funny when she's like, "You gave it to the nun." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She saw she's put up with him for sixty years, according to right. what they said. And like, yeah, like the, the least I can get it from you is immortality, like kind of shit, and everything else. Right? I'll figure out my rest. I could never have to be with you, kind of thing. She kind of like even says that, that says that but you could tell she's walking on eggshells with him for yeah. that um but yeah i think that's just uh yeah but still my favorite part of the movie is when they're getting interviewed and she's the, the uh, carbon uh, carbon is just like what like very endear very like oh i'm so sorry like that you know yeah of course like, i agree with everything you're saying you know like, <laughs> just like on top of it, it just is so funny. Like she's she placates about all, all of them. Yeah. Like oh no, why and why would you just so why would you ever be held accountable for anything yeah. ever in your life? You know, like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And but the children I, are just so left behind. I wonder. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't really wonder this because the movie doesn't. The, really, the movie doesn't super care at all about like any kind of vampiric lore. It doesn't give a shit about the details no, of no, it. No, no, it really no. doesn't care. Like it, it just shows what it shows, and you go along with it or not. Yeah. So like the movie doesn't care to have that stuff. It's more making fun of historical figures, really, yep. and like the family dynamics of a fucked up, made up, fantastical thing. And um, but like I wonder, like if uh, if because Pinochet was such a boy, the way we're the yeah. way we've been talking about him, if that's why his children never had any powers. Uh, I'm curious about that in a little bit, but not you know not yeah. really that much, not that much because again the movie. Didn't- um, but that's all I have on El Conde. Are you anything no. else with you? All right. No, we're good. Okay, that is it for our review of El Conde. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, though, fun movie, I should say. Um, when we come back, we're gonna review um, what? Uh, Wesera. That's right. Stay with us. Valeria has a long dream of becoming a mother. After learning that she's pregnant, she expects to feel happy, yet something's off. This is Wesera, hmm. or The Bone Woman, uh, directed by Michelle Garza Cerveza. <laughs> no, sorry, Cerveza. I'm just drunk. Cerveza? I'm like, what? I'm just thirsty. I'm just thirsty. Yeah, clearly. Also written by uh, Michelle. And uh, Avia Castillo, uh, starring uh, na- Natalia Solian, uh, Alfonso Dosal, uh, Mayra Batalla, Mercedes Hernandez, uh, let me see who else. Oh, I'm going to definitely mention uh, these. Uh, uh, Marta Claudia Moreno. So, yeah. This is um, this is an interesting one. This is the movie that was uh, the proxy for the movie that we could not make to, or I could not make to. And then let's, let, me not, let me not put that on you because it was totally on me. Um, it's all good. Besides that. So, what's that, Oscar? What were your first impressions for this movie? So, uh, my impressions on this film were that um, I was a little worried that it's, um, because throughout the whole movie, there's this pace to the movie, a deliberate pace. I know that people, a lot of people might call it slow. Um, the horror movie is, it it's gradual. It takes its, I don't want to say it takes its time. Like, it doesn't care about really um, horrifying you or making set pieces. You know, a lot of, not a lot of movies are like this, but definitely a lot of horror movies in our modern day have been like this for the last 15 years or so. You see a lot of movies like this. And a lot of them are good or bad. A lot of them can be good or bad. Luckily, is that for this movie, I was on its wavelength. 
And it took me a minute. It took me about half the movie to get there um, in a good way because also I was discovering what was going on, right? But uh, in the end, I found myself, even though I relate very little to what this woman's uh, desires and fears, I have none of those. None of them. I definitely know people who have them, and I can relate to them in that way, I guess. And I can understand that kind of fear and desires and wants and hates. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, what this movie has to say and how it says it, I found um, well told and kind of like in circular, like it all closes itself, I think. Yeah. I felt like I had nothing, um, no questions lingering, no like uh, no t- knots to tie at the end. There were no loose ends. Um, and I felt like the story is complete in itself. And a lot of it um, mirroring a lot of the... Um, the Mexican values, let's call it, based on the Catholicness too, and religious uh, Mexico. Because most of Mexico is Catholic, most like ninety nine percent. It's really yeah. high. Um, and they're Catholic down there, including um, Valeria here in the in character. And uh, this movie portrays a lot of the fears and wants and desires, and makes a horror movie from that, just like the classic uh, Mexican horror movies that has happened, um, or like the mega dramas or the novellas from the from the seventies. Or just like the general stories we hear growing up. And I think like it falls on that level. And I think it's a well-told story. I never really heard of Wesera or anything like that. Like the, the title and where that goes specifically. Uh, that, was, that was new for me. And I do have some questions on that front. But other than that, I found this movie to be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're so funny that you mentioned the wavelengths of this movie of like, it's on its own, it's, it's, it's at its own pace, a hundred percent. It doesn't yeah. cater to anybody, but it's own, but itself, which is a good thing. I'm, I'm never going to fault a movie for that. All right. So yeah, the pacing for me was just not there. Um, it was a little slower on my end for sure. Um, in comparison to yours. Um, but it's, I also, um, yeah, like I said, it just wasn't in the same wavelength for the movie. Um, but that's during the watch, to be honest with you. And I, I get there eventually, where I do, like, I finally settle myself into it. Um, but I do get to the point where, actually, for me, this movie hits harder thinking about the movie, letting it sit a little longer, um, and what this movie wanted to say. And I, I had to think about it more because it doesn't, it doesn't do horror how it. Um, like I guess what I was expecting of it, especially what it introduces, because I feel like it introduces this like, um, this uh, this kind of like a, a creature coming for her, right? Yeah. Kind of style thing, a horror aspect of, of itself, and I and I kind of thought well, that's what we were gonna get, kind of like a La Llorona yeah. style, right? Uh, as things things of that nature, um, but I but instead it introduces like it's it's more of the just like her own demons. Um, and uh, and just like her struggles of what she's going through, um, so and it's just like I just I had to I had to get that concept out of my head because that's what that's what I guess I was getting at, but that's just really at face value, um, and I had to, I had to really think about that afterwards. Uh, so I think this movie had more impactful afterwards thinking on it more uh, than the than the first than watching it for the first time, just kind of going through it. So I thought it was okay. Like leaving the movie once I was mm-hmm. done with it, um, and I was just like, "Yeah, this was okay." And then thinking about it more, I was like, "Well, what was the movie trying to say? Well, what's the movie trying to do? What's the movie?" You know, and then, and then afterwards, I was like, "No, this is actually like I could, yeah, wow." Like now, when you think about it, like that's kind of fucked up. And I almost wanted to watch it with my wife, 
because uh, I think she would have got it like nail on the head, like immediately would have been. Yeah, like, I was yeah. gonna mention that. I, I think that this will work on women a lot more. Like, for example, like I think um, even Ashley, who's had a kid, especially people who have had kids, I would right. say, especially I, I could yeah. see them being much more frightened by the events of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, and it, and it's, yeah, watch this movie and with your first child, right? And I, and you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. For no. me, I a hundred percent. I feel like I'm uh, I'm Raul here. Um, in this movie, I'm Raul. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, we really thought they were gonna go yeah, more yeah. tropey with him, but they didn't. Thankfully, like he didn't get what was yeah, going but they, on, they, but he wasn't like a burden either. Like he, yeah, almost, I mean, well, they were they were basically yeah, there. Right, yeah, like, but <laughs> I hate that. Shit. But there's so many things it. that he does and says that I'm just like, I've said that, I've done that, I've like, I just. Like, have you ever ever had this like waking I, up in the middle of night kind going, of thing? Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, well, actually, in your case, with Ashley, because that's the only partner that I know you've been with. But whatever, you know. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, with her, of course. And I just go like, "What are you doing?" Like, where's the- <laughs> you do that, okay? <laughs> well, I've done that before, but that's I've also so been funny. the obvious. I wasn't wearing headphones because I think he was wearing headphones. Uh, I don't remember. Sorry. I think I think I could have sure. sworn he was, but I could be wrong. But besides that, uh, she she couldn't wake him up. Actually, have no problem waking me up. She beat the fuck out of me <laughs> to wake me up because normally my normal like before Leo was born, I su- I was such a heavy sleeper that you couldn't. Yeah. Wake me up. Like to wake me up, you'd have to like jab my. Yeah, yeah it was like, hard. It, we used to make like, we used to like the, play with your dead body. Yeah, and then after Leo was born, I had a, such a fear of killing my my kid when I was sleeping with him, you know, or. Not yeah, hearing right, him, right. or I, I, I hide my senses, you know. So, right. yeah, um, I do think that um, this is a horror movie for women. It's also a very modern film for I don't want to say for Mexico, it does, but it feels like that sentence is right. And if right, it and does feel like ending. it, and it's, and something a fla- oh, there's a yeah. flashback also. I think it's a lot of it too, but I think this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. more modern Mexican tale. And uh, yeah, I would agree it's with like. So. Um, I think it's also like an un, unwritten, unspoken yeah. tale. Yeah, I, I can say it's that. More so, like, yes. I, I feel like it's an unspoken tale, and I feel, um, uh, I don't know who says it. Somebody in her life says it, and it's a throwaway line. Like, everyone feels this way. Um, yeah, the, I remember that line. One of, the, one of the moms. I can't remember if it was her mother-in-law. I don't think it was her mother. Might have been her. None of the other never had a kid either. So it was somebody else. It was like everyone who has a pregnancy feels this way. Everyone, you know, you think mm-hmm. this, you think that, but, and it's like, but obviously not to this degree, right? Um, well, that's what the whole thing, and that's why it took me half the movie to like, get there, because I wasn't sure if the movie was doing the horror to be an allegory for something. And it is. It yeah, is, but it's not it, what it, I thought it was. It is, yeah. And that's, that's, I was there, I was there too, and I just wasn't there for the pacing of it. Yeah. That's, that's where I just, I fell apart on that, and I, I didn't fall apart, really, I just, I just, right. I was really this is the only reason that's stopping me from giving this, like, a four star, I think, because I think it's a pace was a little more, I don't want to say entertaining, but yeah. I'm going to say it, entertaining along the way, yeah. um, or more horrifying, or more memorable in the imaging, or whatever, like, it would have stayed, it had a, a much bigger staying power. And instead, it yeah. wanted to stay true to the characters. God forbid, an artist should do that because they definitely should be doing that. But like, in that sense, right. the translation left a little like, oh, no, we wanted a little more in there. Left uh, some things to be desired, and uh, that can mm-hmm. happen with these kind of horror movies. You know, my one of my favorite—not my favorite—I mean, it's, I'm about to lie here. Um, a very good movie like this. That's very similar. Not not similar in the pregnancy stuff. It's just like, like female-centered, very slow, methodical horror movie that is very good, but really hard to recommend because it's so slow. 
is a movie called Relic that came out a couple years ago, maybe in 2020, uh-huh. say, maybe 2019. And, uh, and it's, it's really great. It's amazing. If you watch it and you pay attention all the way through it, it has an amazing ending. Uh, it's, it, it's worth it, but it's not what you're going to go, you know, it's not what, if you in there expecting to see more, uh, you won't get it, you know? Like that movie entirely yeah. focuses on characters, and it is an allegory, and a bunch of other things. The horror in it, uh, I feel like this movie and that movie are similar in that way. Um, but it, like I said, this one is one of the good ones in the sense, like it wasn't too boring for me. Like it almost was, maybe, but it wasn't in the end. Yeah, the pacing, honestly, um, I it almost it gave me a little bit of like the Watcher vibes, a little oh, bit yeah, like, yeah. in that That's aspect. But it just, but it, but I feel like that pacing was the way well. A little bit better in comparison to this one. Um, I just felt like because we kept going away, and every time we kept, every time we got like a horror mm-hmm. aspect of this, we mm-hmm. kept going away um, to like normal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think of the performances, especially of uh, Sondian? Oh, uh, well, the sorry? main actress here, Mom, Valeria. Uh, I actually, I, I, a hundred percent see everything that she is, uh, and like she's this. Uh, person who uh you know who had her her phase of uh she went through her like emo slash i'm against the world kind of phase you know like i could tell she probably wore a heavy black the only thing that was missing and, was a bunch of like, tattoos i feel like if she had yeah, that I, it would say exactly what i already knew about you know and like yeah yeah it is one of those things but she, she but she kept yeah she really did or well, a back tattoo or a back like tattoo Chicago or something else right well, yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, she even if it wasn't a sleeve, maybe like a shoulder to the mm-hmm. neck or something. Like mm-hmm. I could have seen that. I could see that too. But besides the point, yeah, it was one of those like I could totally see everything that she was in her past. Um, and then uh, it's like her choosing to grow up. It's like people saying, "Well, I'm too old for video games now." Yeah, and you're like, oh, "Okay, I guess if that's how you see life, you know, it's one of those as well." So I had to change my whole lifestyle. But you know, she chose a different route than what she she. She chose a different route from what her friends did, right? That's all it is. Yeah, um, and there's a lot of uh, family, and and the, the, the thing is a lot about there's a lot of things about family in this movie, and I don't mean just like in the sense of her trying to start one. There is that; that's the main one. Yeah. But you also get some stuff with her family, um, and I think the stuff that they're trying to say with that is very interesting because you could tell that family influenced her. Um, Oh, heavily, I think yeah. uh, the cutoff point before the spoilers would be that flashback, um, which is what I'm going to say right now. So in that flashback, you see that she has a girlfriend and wants to mm-hmm. go out and go like travel the world, be in the mountains with her and be in love together out there, right? Rebelling. Yeah. And that's a, like the full plan. They seem to be in for it and all that. Like a lot of youth stuff obviously doesn't happen that way. Um and she says that she decides to go to school, to enter, to go to college. And the reason for that yeah. is because of what happened to her brother, who we never meet because I think he died off screen and from that era. I'm guessing because we never meet him. We only meet the sister and her children, I think, and then the parents. Um, at, least I, I, at least I think that's right. Um, and I think that that is an influence of family that is sure on not really not super often not not super common, but uh, part of the reason why she's in the predicament she's in the present day, right? And um, and yeah. that goes along with why her family feels so despondent from her, so disconnected from her, 
like their values and what they do day to day is not at all what she values and tries to do every day. And like, and that's yeah. why they, I don't want to say hate each other, but they feel estranged, even though she goes there like not every day, but you know, often enough. Yeah. Her, you know, her parents love yeah, her. Yeah, right. Clearly, right. That's, you know, there's that. that and, right, and, but. And I, and I think there's a, there's a lot of that. Right. And I, I just think she doesn't, she just doesn't see it. And really the, the, the two culprits here are her dad loves her a lot. And you can tell, um, the two culprits here, though, are for sure uh, the mom. Yeah, that's definitely the the biggest who, like, driving who, force who of all the, the negativity. For sure. All yeah. the negativity, like it's really, bad. it's actually kind of bad. Like to the point where, like, you should have distanced yourself a long time ago. Not, not, not forced yourself yeah. to be there. You know, and it is, it is, it is one of those things. Like even, even me just watching it, like the first time their interaction, you're just like, man, that's fucking toxic. Yeah, when they went, like, like, yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah, it's just like it's just toxic. Like the way they see, the way they speak to her, yeah. the way they mm-hmm. belittle her. Yeah, it's just a lot of things like that. And then, uh, and then the dad just like you know, obviously I love you and like I I, I want to see what's best for you. That's that's not bad either. Don't get me wrong; he doesn't help later in the movie either uh, with the words he says because you know words are powerful, yeah. like we said yeah. earlier. Yay! But um, call back, uh, call back. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's there is that that are, there there is that aspect, and it's funny because it's, it's just. Man, I, I, I feel it so much because I'm Mexican too, and it's just like and religious and same, very similar household, minus the women, because we just had a bunch of fucking men in the house. Right. Uh, so it is it is a lot of that. And you could tell, like, Jesus, like, it's just, we went, I mean, there's we like all a had wearing down is, going on. Right. It, yeah. it, there is such a wearing down, and you could tell, like, it's just like, oh my God. But it is like, you should have left. You had the chance at, this this one thing like you said the brother thing is the reason that like you're there and you decided to do this you decided to make a a sharp sharp right turn where your life was going maybe more like a u-turn like went backwards maybe yeah i mean that yeah if if not a u-turn for sure a ditch maybe yeah yeah that's (laughs) true um you just got stuck where you i do have a very prominent question i think is in spoilers (laughs) we should get into it now what do you say? Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Spoilers for Wasera, the Bone Woman, starting now. Uh, question is, and did I just... Why do I always forget when the brief 20 seconds... She does have some big-ass cities, yeah. Well, from pregnancy, because she doesn't have that big Anyway. Exactly. Um, you know, do you feel like there's an absence of Luke and you had to say that? Is that what I... Yeah, I, yeah, I did that for Luke, huh? I he's hope he listens to the podcast. Like he could be like, I know he's not going to listen to it, but I hope he does. And I'm, I'm going to tell him there's a reference in oh, there for you. He's going to miss And it. then maybe he'll want to watch the movie. Totally maybe he'll want to watch, watch the movie. Either. All these things. I know are, he's not. This well, I don't know what you're thinking. Um, pipe dreams. Yeah, tough pipe, pipe dreams. Um, now, is Wasetta the Bone Woman, the whole horror of it, um, is it real or just allegory? <sighs> That was the question. It's, it has to be allegory. So, uh, I just yeah. I so, the, so it started with I her just, seeing across the, the street one night, seeing yeah. a woman jump to her death and look yeah. up at her with the with the faceless face. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's when it started. Uh, so, what yeah. was that? I I think it's uh I think it's a representation of what she wanted to do, and the moment is probably just jump off. Exactly what I thought. She's kind of over it. Thank you. Um, Mm -hmm. Over it, Um, and it's and it's just her mind creating a physical manifestation of it. 
it's her mind. It's all in her mind. It's literally she's going through it and she doesn't know how to deal with it. She can't process this. She doesn't want this, but she's never going to speak out of it. And her mind's like, bro, you got to do something. Like, and that's where the movie kind of like also like for me, because uh, they even go to the occult of like, well, let's get these, these witches involved and let's save It's you almost up like you see, let's... you hear stories about how exorcism works in some degrees in yeah. our real life. I mean, I don't mean in the yeah, big yeah. movie. It works because the person, the the not the the person that needs the exorcism, believes it so much that if you perform it, yeah, even though nothing is yeah. happening, there are no demonic forces yeah. being exercised. Yeah, the the, the, the placebo, placebo effect, effect is works. Phenomenal. Yeah. The action, uh-huh. the, yeah, the no, ritual, uh, makes it important to like. Oh you yeah, one thousand percent. I I I and I know that from just from like life because like and I bring up a little bit of life of ours mm-hmm. is just like for our grandma. Our grandma is a perfect person for this. She'll complain to High Hell that oh, she's in pain and she's just not doing well. And, you know, like she really needs to see the doctor. And then she'll go see the doctor. And the doctor's like, Yeah, you're doing great. You're fine. And he's like, Oh, cool. I feel so much better. Mm. She just needs to hear it from the doctor that she's fine. And whatever it was, and that that's it was every other stomach day. flu or whatever is sick. Yeah, the other problem is the other day, right? But it's just sick. She just needs to hear it from the doctor every like once a month that she needs to go see or every other week. Yeah. You know, just to hear it from him saying, like, No, you're fine. You're physically fine. You're don't worry about it. Just don't be stressing about things. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, doctor. Doctor, and I'm where we're going. And it is that literally, like she just doesn't have the faith in it for herself. She needs that. She needs that placebo effect from the other per- from from a medical. Well, in her case, like, which which women or ritual women? And in this case, yeah. Listen, you you have a you have a you have a demon. Uh, the, the, the the negative energy on you. All of this thing, and it, it works for it the ants, right? That's who it was. She showed her scar from that yeah. one ritual where they burned her. I guess or something happened. <laughs> she burned herself. I'm not 100 percent what that means. Yeah, we did. They they left that open, which yeah. is good. Um, in my opinion, and uh, I think for her, it's like even with the spider, like this is where it is. Yeah, right. Got the energy, and it shows. And, and she does well loving. for a she's while, like, oh, right? Over. She's, she's, she's over eating it. again. Yeah, she's over gaining it. weight, but right, she's gaining weight. She does a great job, right? That's but I think it's that, that, that like I'm willing to make it. I'm willing to. I'm willing to. In her, thought process for her, and uh, from I'm putting it on her, of course, is I'm willing to make this work. I'm going to put the energy in. We're going to be fine. I'm going to positively think. And that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Her whole mood and everything changes. So she does, and she gets better. But then what the reality is, you're not working through any of your problems that you have. Yeah, well, there, never there's so many big problems kid. working um, against <laughs> right. her so before many she was pregnant. That yeah. She never... Right, exactly. And they're just all creeping back up. And really, what and it is... combine that, that with the like... hormonal craziness going on with oh, the pregnancy and the changes. And there's so right, much exactly. stuff there. Yeah. So many yeah. panics and fears and anxieties have cropping yep, yep, yep. up. Yeah, even a fully normal person would go through. Right, and like, and we can't help but be basically everybody else, but really the husband in this movie. Right, we can't help but be him. Right, um, what's the yeah. Raul? We can't help but be Raul because that's who we are in this movie. We're just watching it through his. We're what we were. We're seeing her go through it, and it's kind of crazy. But that's really what's going yeah, on. To in me, her mind. he was like the empathetic sucker of the movie. Like yeah, he, he just like he, he was he with a very woman much, that very never much. wanted to be with him. Not really. Yeah. And yeah. she was going through not, the motions. Not really. And he yeah. was a nice guy to you're, hang on to. You're a nice. You're, you're, the very exactly. first sexy, you're a nice she's guy. Not into it. Uh-huh. She's not. She's into not. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he thinks like, oh yeah, you like that, but um, I, I don't think it was that yeah. bad. But it was almost that bad. And then like, no, no, no. But it. Yeah, it, it, it's like picking the. What's funny is because the opposite, right? But it's also she has sex later. It's like picking the. 
passionate. No, she does. Text. She's yeah. totally into that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. But no, no. It's like uh, it's like the opposite of like what what American women would do, which is a uh, pick uh, the bad person, right? But she picks the nice yeah. guy, who is like ah oh, the nice, safe, dependable yeah. person, right? This is who I would want. What I think my life would be, what should be, and that's really what she yeah. does. And then I, and now fuck, I'm having a kid. Yeah. With this guy. Well, that's the thing is that you do get the one thing for sure is that she does want a kid now. What does that replace? What? How does that fit to the ending of the movie to you? Does uh, her need or her desire to want a kid and start a family um, was more of uh, of the hole that she what that she had when she dumped the girlfriend and left that life? Is that more about that, or did she ever really want a kid? Like, what do you think about that? Because she leaves them. I don't, I don't think she. I don't think she ever wanted a kid. No, I think she left them. For the fact that she knows that she'll never be mentally sane around them, and this is the best they can do to like. Oh really? I didn't get that at all. You know, that's I, I that's the way I saw it was she, she went through the ringer. She did all these things, mm-hmm. right? Um, and she, she can't be herself around them, and not being staying with them is just going to do harm. Okay, to that I got, but I don't mean like she's mentally unstable. I would say that. She no no no. Like, like, she was like she will be mentally unstable. She put the kid in the fucking refrigerator. Oh yeah. Like, like that's the mentally unstable yeah. part. You know, like like that's the that's the part. Like if I can't, could she even hurt herself? I have to distance myself. And that's like and that's like her first sane thing to do is besides going to do all these crazy things with these uh, the 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 witch doctors or whatever, yeah. right? And to go fix her up and. Um, once she does that afterwards, I mean, she still. I mean, the placebo them, right? works. <laughs> Um, right. Yeah, but it's like to a certain extent, she just can't. She can't be in that life. That life wasn't. Well, that's where I agree with you. But I think for the, maybe the wrong reason. I think she can't be there because she, it, she's a lesbian. Like she doesn't belong there. Yeah, like yeah, not, not yeah, in the that, sense of like where well, she's gonna hurt the kid. Oh, okay. No, I, yeah, I, I, I think it's, but I think it's both. It's oh, more okay. like it's more like a, she can't be in this mm-hmm. relationship. She's not walking away from the baby she's walking away oh, from yeah. the relationship okay. and, and I, yeah and I that's where that's okay. where i'm going with you. because yeah, i didn't okay. agree with some part okay but now i'm with you now yeah i think i was just just okay. not saying that's it right good. Now I'm yeah. With her. um yeah i yeah i agree it's because of that i hope i hope she does reconnect with her i with i don't think so maybe maybe going up in the mountains whatever but either way um it was a hard to see that because you see only one scene in between the ritual and that ending is um her like not wanting to hold the kid not like it's like it's almost like she try not tries but tries to see if like if that opens her up to wanting to stay and it doesn't because that's still not her the ritual that saved yeah. her anxiety and her horrors of this kind of thing but it's really not solving the problem the issue really that it's that well i don't want to say straight up that she's only a lesbian but that she's not in she's not in this life she's not into it at all. This is not her. She picked the wrong... She made a wrong decision a long time ago. And she shouldn't say. So, like, there's that yeah. one scene where, like, the guy's, like, holding the baby, being all fatherly, and uh, she doesn't want... And at first, I thought they were going to get into this whole thing of postpartum depression. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, but I'm glad they didn't. And it was, like, the ending after that. Yeah, I thought they were getting yeah. into that, too. I was glad they, they didn't do that, either. But they kind of showed it, yeah. you know, I mean, it's yeah. weird. Without saying yeah. it, though, so... And it's interesting because, like, it's funny because in, in my life right now, it's like baby season. All my friends and families are having babies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just – and it's funny because I'm very protective of women. Um, I don't know why, but, like, I, I check in. Like, hey, how's, like, the pregnancy going? Hey, how you doing after the baby's been, you know, do you need to sleep? Mm-hmm. Do you need to take care of? And I'm very, like, I just 
because I know I know it's rough. I, I, I know it is. I mean, my wife went through it. It's rough. You you want to stay up because you feel like you need to attend to the baby at all times. You need to attend to your yeah. life, and you have no time for yourself, and there's no time for anything. And I feel like you, you feel the walls closing in for sure. I, I see that 100%. I mean, I felt like that for a little bit also, but that's just like to a small degree. I can only imagine. Like, this movie does a pretty, really good job, actually, mm-hmm. in my opinion, of really showing that anxiety and that, like, um, just like, uh, like, <laughs> I, especially because she just did not need to be in that situation. Um, but, it is like that whole like I just I uh, please tune it out. Just give me noise canceling headphones. Do anything to make it make it yeah. go away. You know. Um, yeah, yeah, it's funny. The reason I, I've been hearing it a lot lately, um, even though again we have the same similar friends. So I'm, yeah, our baby's coming. Um, is that uh, I've been reading um, Ali Wong's uh, Dear Girls, and she talks about motherhood a lot, and um, and that yeah, I've been getting a lot of that there. Talking about the difference between well, a stay-at-home mom and a working mom and things like that. Anyway, um, do you think uh, this movie is called The Bone Woman because Valeria cracks her knuckles and as a... Um, so tell me why. she uh-huh. her, her mom says... I love this part because her mom says... What's it called? What did she say? No, no, no. You're going to... Oh, my God. You're going Right? That's exactly what she does. She twists her, yeah. her knuckle her or finger. Her, her finger. Yeah. Uh, which she, the fact that she feels the pain. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, that's oh, all the, kind of like that, that black swan scene when she's pulling that thing out of her eye or whatever. Or yes, her yes. Oh. Like oh. Or nail, sorry, her nail. Yeah, My bad. yeah 100%. 100%. Uh, but, the, uh, but it seems like that's the reason, though. Her, like, her, her tics and anxieties that, like, and situations that she's experiencing a lot, especially with her family. Um, regarding yeah. like she kind of does this bone cracking thing, and I think uh-huh. that is like the I don't say that's the dull reason the movie's called Wasera, but it is because her horror comes from that sound, from that motion, from that feel, and that sensation only in a more horrifying yeah. way. And I feel like that's sure. part of it. and yet another reason why this movie is more like um, it's a definitely an allegory to her problems and not a yeah. real, real, yeah, yeah. supernatural entity. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just funny when she said that, when the mom said that, and she's like, you're going you're gonna to do that. I was like, that's scientifically proven. That's not going to happen. Um, by the right. way, I was like, right. but sure, yeah. You can crack your fingers all day and nothing's going to happen. Um, I mean, it can't be yeah. good for you in general for other reasons, but I, I won't, like, bend your fingers like that anyway. No, no, no. There's actually, it's just, you're just, like, releasing, like, air bubbles, hmm. so you're fine. Oh. Uh, maybe we read different things. Anyway, um, any, I mean, uh, anything else on the movie? I don't, I don't. No, like I said, um... It it is weird. Like I, it's weird to say like to be in a mindset of it. I guess just be more open. Not really in a mindset <coughs> um, for the movie because it is it is one of those movies. Like I said, I I I went into it expecting and feeling a different way of it, and um, not that I put any expectations of the movie, but it's where like as the movie's playing, you start expecting things from it, yeah. right? Um, and I just like pacing wise and everything. Like I just I wasn't on the same level. And like I said, luckily for me, I, I'm willing to. Just, attach myself afterwards and think things through yeah also um uh, gotta say uh, as a pro as a positive thing only because we've seen a lot of it lately especially lately is that this is one of uh, very few uh horror movies female-centered horror movies where with like a predominantly female cast with, with a, oh, yeah, right, also with a predominantly female cast i wasn't gonna go there but yeah also that that um doesn't oh, doesn't paint man as a bad guy and it's not that like that's the main thing at all like I'm saying oh, yeah, a lot of them yeah, do yeah. that, and then I get that for good reason, yeah. for sure. 
for her that's though, not the yeah, case at all on this movie. Is. And same yeah. thing with Relic, by the way. Although that has a little bit, but, um, but uh, it's not like Men or something. No, not like, <laughs> no, not like just men, yeah. literally that a hundred percent all the way. But this, this one's not yeah. about that. Is my point, and I found that. Uh, kind of refreshing because it, again, a lot of horror movies like that are, have been that way. Again, I know why. I've just been saturated with them. Um, right. That said, I think this movie, this horror movie, is not geared for us, and is definitely geared more for women, especially mothers. And I think the horror. Yeah, but I understand that one hundred percent. To be honest with you, I mean, I've I've been in that. I've been Raul before. Yeah. So. Minus I've never been anything any No, my, my, minus know. the wife wanting to leave me. Right. But yes, I, I have yes. nothing on this movie. <laughs> I am not Raul. Yeah, I am not anything. I'm not the. I'm the baby. There you go. I'm you're, the baby. You're yeah. you're the baby. There you go. Perfect. All right. <laughs> you're the dead brother. Oh, actually, shit, there that's you go. worse. Uh, all right. So that is it for our review of Wesera, the Bone Woman. Uh, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're gonna review um, completely a different kind of movie. Could not be more completely different. Um, called what? <laughs> this is Final Tap. Spinal Tap, one of England's loudest bands, is chronicled by film director Marty DeBerge on what proves to be a fateful tour. This is this is Spinal Tap. <laughs> so yep, we'll, it's that's uh, that's the title, and that's that what is, this is. Yeah, that's exactly. It right. is that's, Spinal Tap. Yeah, I, I was very. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. How do I say this? Um, this is uh, directed by Rob Reiner, mm. written by Christopher Guest. Yeah, uh, Michael McKeon and Harry Shearer. Shearer. McKeon. Nope, nope. You're adding things that don't belong there. M- McKeon. 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 Yeah. There's an A there. <laughs> yeah, um, but, uh, right. I, I know. I know. I know. I know they, just, they just choose to ignore it. Um, yeah, that's how it works. I mean, sure. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. So this is my. This is my obviously my my pick of. Uh, for parody for um, movies, right? Yes. Um, I haven't seen it. I picked a movie that I haven't never seen before. Oh, right. This is new to you. Okay. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a rockumentary, mockumentary. Um, mm-hmm. What's it called? And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny. I will I will give props to uh, what's his name? Uh, David. Um, well, Michael Mc, McCain. Mm-hmm. Is that is that better for you? No, I'm just now we're now we're spending way too much time on it. No, I know, I know. Um, yeah, he's uh, every time you just you're waiting for something gold to come out of his mouth the whole movie. I think, um, like from the moment like he first starts talking, you're like, oh, okay, this guy's just gonna be. Would you call him like the star of the movie? Uh, yeah, they're no, they're I guess the two co-stars are the the two the two leads and the. In the movie, and the and the the band, which would be, I guess, uh, Nigel, right? Or, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think who's the other guy who's in it also. The stash. Yeah, who's the stash guy? Uh, Derek Smalls. I think so. I'm not. Sorry, I'm not. I don't even memorize this movie. It's not one of those for me. No, yeah, you're. It's for a lot of people though. A lot of people do yeah. memorize this movie. I'm not one of them. So remember when you said 86 earlier or 82 earlier in the movie in the. Uh, in the podcast, uh, the episode we you said uh, the movie came out in eighty two. It's in eighty two is when the band actually, according to this movie, is 
it came together. Right, and so like the uh, the the they they attempt added that, that's it. That's when they do it. a comeback tour. They do a comeback tour in right. eighty two because the they did stuff in the So basically, the whole movie is um is them like they're doing a documentary about this this band who's obviously on the on the down. Um, they're doing a tour like a, almost not a goodbye tour because they don't they're not saying it's goodbye, but there's basically it's like we should do something before they're not doing anything anymore, kind of scenario. Yeah. Um, that's what it feels like anyway. And they are one of those uh, not forgotten bands, but it's for sure one of those uh, because it's funny because it doesn't say it says one of England's loudest bands. That doesn't mean it's a good band. It just means that they're the loudest, right? So, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. So they have interesting work. Um, and uh, they're also a band. Every time they toured, they always had a new drummer. I think it's what it was or whatever the case. Was. Either way, they go through a lot of them. For they sure. really do. <laughs> But that is a, that is a funny part when he when he interviews uh, when Marty the the Bergie uh, interviews the, the drummer the current drummer mm-hmm. and he's like are you afraid that something's gonna happen to you and he's like you know a law of averages like just <laughs> <laughs> like nothing should happen to me like you know and and, like, and, and, and it does hundred yeah, percent does yeah uh, very much dies he dies like the other guy really yeah yeah yeah. 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 Uh, that's funny. It's, it's just funny because it comes out of nowhere. Like, it's literally nowhere, and it's not even a footnote. It's just no. Like, it's, it just happens, so and then we move on. And yeah, it happens, and yeah, you're like, oh, okay. they have a new drummer for no. the Japan And the day. next, the yeah. next scene is when they're in Japan, and it's like drummer. This is a new drummer. Yeah, and it's like no gives a fucks about anything, and that's funny. Uh, I ended up watching that with Ashley, and I totally put this. Uh, I mean, it's one of those movies where I think it. it it's heavily reliant on sound because it is music, right? Um, mm. And so I wanted to play. Uh, I wanted to. Play, I put it on the my surround my uh, soundbar. Yeah, that I have. I put that on. And it was good. It was good. It was a little too loud at the beginning, but I was like, ah, I don't care. Um, yeah, I like how uh, they're making fun of like uh, the Beatles and bands like that during those times, um, and how they dress. And um, what the kind of music that they were doing in the yeah, back. I think flower people yeah is yeah. Uh, more of a direct. It uh, is, it is. Feels. But I think there's like there's like a set scene. I think uh, they're like standing exactly as the Beatles stood. Oh, and one, like, like, I thing, kind of thing. Because yeah. I watch a lot of like I used to watch a lot of stuff with the Beatles, um, right. and it like looks it resembled it so well. Um, there's like that. There's like that stuff. Also, they're making fun of other rock and roll bands as well. I want to say there's either like, making fun of a. Uh, Motley Crue, yeah, Motley Crue. But I think there was one. There was a specific song. I think maybe from the Stones, or I can't remember if it was Zeppelin or not. But oh, sure. Um, you I know this, this era of rock is really uh, out of my wheelhouse, actually. I yeah, know, no, it's funny because very it's, little. Because it's, it's not, kinda, yeah, I, I know. It was in the seventies more than anything. Yeah, me too, me too. But it's uh, it's not out of like completely out of my wheelhouse. But I'm like, I can, I can hold on to. I can like hold on before I fall off. You know. Um, in a weird way, but it's uh, I like how also I think every time they get introduced is um, they they don't say the name right, they, right? They call it like Spinal Trap or Spinal or Spinal or something or anything else. Yeah. They, don't, they don't call it Spinal Tap, and uh, and there's like there's like, there's a lot of throwaway lines. It's not a mile a minute, which is actually really good. It's not airplane mile a minute kind of like every 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 fucking thing has to be a reference to something or a quote. Or, uh, or you know, something that stands out, and if you missed it, you missed it, and if you caught it, you caught it. Um, but there is lines that are really funny, like um, the what's it called? Um, the the agent, no, the manager, the man, 
the manager like just epically fails him at all moments, right? But he uh, he yeah. tells him like he's like, oh yeah, we can't do New York, but we're gonna go to Boston. Boston's such a, dude is such a rock and roll place. Like we're gonna, we're gonna rock out in Boston. It's gonna be great. And then like all Boston fell through. It's not even a college town. Like <laughs> that's like, MIT, bit. right? Right? <laughs> like, like wait, what? Like yeah. Boston is literally everything surrounding Boston is colleges. <laughs> like what are mm-hmm. you talking about? And it's like you know it's just so funny. Like there's like little little lines like that. Uh, little things that happen throughout the movie um, that are that are like that that you can catch. Um, but yeah, I I, th- I had fun. I had fun watching the movie. I had some laugh out loud moments that I probably shouldn't have, and I had some um, some moments that I was probably like, okay, like I also it sucks because this is one of the movies that's really hyped up. It's very uh, not, not I guess cult classic would be. I guess. Uh, well, that's interesting. I don't know if it's... It's not uh, really culty because it's like... Yeah, I think it was... I don't know. I think it's pretty popular off the bat. And it isn't like a low-key movie. Like, it isn't like a s- independent movie. Maybe it is. I don't know. That's what's so weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of lost at what, how to like... put Where to put this. But besides that, it's... Um, it is one of those movies that... Um, whenever you mention a parody movie, it does come up. Uh, this is Final Tap comes up, or um, any uh, anything with a mockumentary style. This is Final Tap comes up, you know, like things. Yeah, things it's of that like nature. the number one for a lot of people, and uh, like it's a it's the go to. It's just, it's the gold standard for mockumentaries. It really or is. mockumentary comedies, you know. Yeah, it, it's like it's set up like it's set up the bones for like everything. people say, and the, and they may and they may be telling the truth when they say it like. Uh, like pop star never stop never stopping wouldn't exist without this is final tap right they say things like that yeah yeah people say that right you could you could be right Mm -hmm. um then we walk hard maybe but i don't know about that but yeah yeah it's not a mockumentary exactly but at all actually (laughs) but yeah there's um it it is one of those things um it's one of those weird uh weird things that i it's it's funny because like it sucks because there's a lot of hype behind this movie for me since I'm watching it for the first time, so I did. Uh, I wasn't trying to put any like, I wasn't trying to get hyped for it or anything, and I really wasn't. But I also felt like um, I was like, oh, okay, that was that was good. Um, but my expectations was like, this was supposed to be great, and I don't know if I should rewatch it and rewatching it with like a group of people might be better. Um, um, or, uh, or if I maybe. knew a little bit more references, it might hit harder. I feel like if this was like an anniversary and there was like a theater, like at the yeah. music box showing of it, that'd be, that'd be that'd be the best way to watch it. Yeah, that's what I was honestly. Thinking too. Yeah. Um, this uh, the British humor in this is very dry, very much and, so, and yeah. uh, like toast dry in a good way. I think overall, like I think most of the jokes landed on me, and like I, I liked them, enjoyed them, chuckled. I think I laughed out loud a few times the first time I saw this movie, but I don't remember anymore. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, when I first saw it, this is my third watch, I think. Maybe my second. I'm not sure. Um, I though I remember also thinking. I don't know how you feel about this, but uh, when I saw it, is like because I also went into it with all the hype of the knowledge and all that, and it was a big deal and all yeah. that shit. And I saw it as an adult. I didn't see it as a kid or, or a teenager or anything. So, um, and also I have never had aspirations uh, to be in a rock band or anything nothing about this life at the best version of it has yeah. appealed to me <laughs> so much less the worst people like in this case because these are these are all kind of terrible little human beings and in different ways and they're not all terrible all the time and either i'm just saying that they're not all like peaches and cream here um and i remember thinking like ah okay like yeah i i get why it was a big deal um in 84 or whatever and um 
I get that um, this kind of movie must have been very rare. I know it's not the first of its kind, but it's like really rare. It might be the first of its kind in a sense, like some mockumentary about rock group for sure. Yeah. And like, I think that must have been, that must have felt revolutionary. I think if I saw this as an adult in 84, I'd be all over this movie. Yeah, I think it's so different during that time. Yeah, I think it is. Um, I think this is, uh, it marks an era and it's talking about the 70s, obviously, but yeah. The rock group stuff still continued on heavily in the eighties, so like it, it's like it didn't, you know, yeah. never stopped. So it sucks that Luke's not here because I feel like he knows more about this genre mm-hmm. than we do. Yeah. But I, what's funny is like there's a. There's it was a his of, iTunes. We saw this in. Yeah, I hundred percent. Right. Um, was I going to say to you the uh, like for example, there's uh, they're making fun of like certain music, right? Um, and certain oh yeah, the references go over my head. Yeah, like one of the well, one of the songs is really? Big Bottom. Like oh my god, yeah, that was funny, and that that's Queen a hundred percent. You know, like. Hmm. Uh, making fun of Queen, um, Fat Bottom Girls, right? And uh, the, the other ones, I mean, the main song they have is Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You Tonight. Yeah. Right? I mean, these um, are kind of like a little bit bangers. They're not yeah, bad. They're kind of catchy songs. They are, they are. They, they make, yeah. you know, rock band songs. Uh, yeah, I'll read some of the other ones. Uh, Give Me Some Money, okay? Mm. Uh, Cups and Cakes. Yeah, okay? I remember that one. Uh, Hell Ho. Um, Listen to the, and then that's in the parentheses, and then it says Flower People. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's the one. Uh, Stonehenge, Sex yeah. Farm. I think Stonehenge is my favorite, maybe, give or take. Is Stonehenge actually in, uh, reminded me, I uh, think of like a little bit of a deal, but I could be wrong. Uh, maybe. I mean, again, Luke is not here. Right, I mean, this is the problem, right? Luke's not here. Jazz Odyssey, uh, Lick My Love Pump. Yes, that was. The, uh, yeah, yeah. And there's like, there's just, there's others, but it's. I forget what funny. the guy, I think it was Nigel, who was talking about Lick My Love Pump. Right before he mentioned the title, he was like, Talking about like how you know how this, there's a song and the way you mix the word. he was like being so philosophical about it, being like <laughs> mentioning name dropping all these like you know philosophers or writers or whatever, and he's like, oh, what's the name of that? Lick my love pump. <laughs> That's what he's yeah. referencing the whole time. It's a crass title of a song. Yeah, and I and then I, I mean, still one of the best parts is uh, is uh, when the guy's interviewing him. Uh, the Marty, the what was it? Marty's is the interviewer. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, interviewing Nigel, the uh, the co main, and, and it's right? actually the director as Rob Reiner, the whole time. yeah, as Rob Reiner, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's interviewing about like you see my amp, my amp goes up to eleven. Yeah, that's like, what that's where it came from. That's where it came from. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's great, and it's so funny because he's like you know most like the way he explains it, it's like most most apps go up to ten, but we have ours. And he's like a very logical. Why don't you just increase to ten? Right. You know, why don't like, you have it from nine to? Yeah, but I just go up like for ten. But like, this one goes to eleven. He's like, he doesn't get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just so funny. Like, don't even. And that's that. I think that's the same scene where, like, about the guitars. Yeah. Like, don't even touch that one. Don't even look, don't even at, look that at that it. one. Stop right, looking at stop it, looking right. at yeah. it. Right. It still has a tag. Like, yeah, that's so a, ridiculous. That's that was really funny. Yeah. Um, they're all over that shit. Yeah. Also, the uh, the 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 album cover that we didn't see, right? Of the yeah, they described it of the woman with the collar and right. shit. It, it was a greased up woman on all fours mm-hmm. with a dog collar and a and, leash. And a leash. Yeah, yeah, and a leash. And, uh, and a hand it, pulling it. was a hand it. with a black glove and it said, oh, yeah. and it said uh, smell my glove. Right? I think, yeah. or, or, I think that's what it was, right? Smell my glove. Yeah. Or smell my black glove or something. I forgot exactly what it was. Yeah. But uh, he's like, that's too much. And then I was like, that's sexist. No, that's sexy. No, that's sexist. Well, so this is the same thing. <laughs> he's like, yeah. no, it's not. Uh, yeah, there, there's there's some there's some quality quality dialogue in this movie for sure. Yeah, and um, um, I like how. Uh, so I have a, do have a question. I don't know if you remember the the band. Which one is your favorite death of uh, the drummers? 
Uh, I mean, for me, it's the it's doing the interview. Yeah, but which, uh, yeah, they describe a bunch of them, how they all die, right? Oh, it's the spontaneously combustible. Combustion one. It has to be that one. No, mine is the vomit one because um, it's uh, it his, not in. It was in his vomit, but he still choked on vomit. <laughs> he choked on vomit. Yeah, and they and they couldn't do an autopsy. They couldn't do. They couldn't test the vomit. They couldn't like test the vomit, right? <laughs> like wait, and what? like for me, the spontaneous combustion because that was the third one they mentioned, and like by then, like like if you didn't get the joke, that that's how you get it. Then you know, yeah. Like uh, if you don't get what they're because it's so dry, you could miss it. The first two deaths, you can maybe miss. Like I mean, I I caught it, and then we talk about the second one, really. But like, by the time the third one, I'm like, okay, <laughs> it's like right. really out there. Yeah, really, and, really out there. And it all feels um, improv. I wonder how much of this movie is improv. Uh, I didn't research the movie or anything, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't either, sadly. But um, I wonder because they have uh, you know Michael McKean, of course, the the lead, I guess, roughly the lead with the Yoko Ono complex in the in the band. He is the he's a co-writer. I wonder if it's because like he came up with a lot of stuff on, on the set, you know, because he's not like a writer, as far as I know. I mean, he's an actor, not a writer, mm-hmm. uh, predominantly anyway. Um, and I'm curious as to like how did that process work. I wonder if there's like a, a documentary on the behind the making behind the scenes on this movie that'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, or not? Maybe it would be super. Or maybe it's like. Um, what do you call it? Because uh, some some movies feel like they're improv, and you find out like, oh no, meticulously, <laughs> fucking down to the yeah. And I think apostrophe, um, you know, there there had to be a very British moment where like mm. they what's that uh what's that super popular British thing with the uh, oh they going through the wrong doors and then facing each other and then running around and like that what's that thing called Benny Hill? Yeah, Benny Hill. Could okay, be Benny Hill. I always forget. Um. And they had to do some like some something about Benny Hillish where they they're they're going to the they're going on live to the all right we're amped up let's go we're gonna, we're oh, gonna go you and think they they had to hold back they we no I wasn't holding back they had to they had to like reference it somewhere or put something in there very uh very much getting lost like wait a minute did I take I a feel wrong like do you feel like that was a deleted scene by the way you're talking about when they were double booked because they started getting double booked to places. Uh-huh. Like they were the second fiddle to something, yeah. And the best one was obviously Muppets or Puppets. Yeah, was it Puppets? Yeah, yeah. Puppets. And then them, yeah, and that yeah. was really funny. Yeah. That's like the worst one. But before that, it was like the Wiz, the Wiz, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then them, and that's yeah. when they got lost. Yeah. And that uh, that black janitor sent them. Yeah, he's like, you to gotta go Wiz. straight. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's the whole point. That's the whole, that's yeah. why it's funny. But like, I, I'm wondering if there was why there because uh, I remember that there was a, the, the the scene cut off and they moved on. Uh-huh. I wonder if there is a deleted scene there about playing on the Wiz and they get like that would be interesting. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine why they wouldn't shoot it, you know. Uh-huh. So I'm curious about that's like the most the the most blatant cut in the movie that felt like oh my god, there's a scene in here that we that we I feel like we could have we would have gotten yeah. based on the other skits and 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 stuff in the movie. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then uh, you have a uh, Frank Drescher in here. Frank um, Drescher, yeah, not 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 really annoying. Right. the voice i mean and she's uh she's the uh studio or whatever the she's like labels. an exact or like the labels the exact yeah and yeah. they're like well this is <laughs> this is, what's funny is that she's um she's the one who pushes against uh the whole uh album cover right mm-hmm. and she's like telling them like it's sexist and all these things and she's like listen like look at the white album the white up al- the white album is white like we did great and that's where they all they go to the black album which is black yeah, it's literally yeah. just black, and then they yeah, don't sell like, anything. It's an album that you won't be able to see when it's in your room. Like yeah. you'll never find it. You'll never <laughs> right, right. In the closet. 
Yeah, Never repent again. And so as yeah, and it's just funny because like that's you, obviously you know where it like came from. Like oh, the white albums are great. Why don't we just do black? Like it's mm-hmm. obviously like just like that's how you know big brain these uh, mm-hmm. executives are, right? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and then I feel like we should uh, talk a little bit about Rob Reiner. Um, that this guy had a crazy good career. Have you seen this stuff? So. This is Spinal Tap is his first hit, so maybe it is an independent movie that I'm not understanding uh, from 84. After that, Rob, I mean, I'm going to name all the big ones. I'm, not, I'm skipping a Are we one. doing just director? Yeah, just director. He did Stand By Me, The Princess Bride, When Harry Met Sally, Misery, A Few Good Men, all in a row. Oh, wow, yeah. That was, that was a good streak. That was from yeah, 86 to 92. That's, that's that is a, a good that's streak. A, that's a really good streak, yeah. After that, he did North, which I remember loving as a kid. I don't, I've never seen it. Uh, trust me, if you've watched the trailer, you'd be like, oh, this looks familiar. But anyway, after that, he did The American President, another big movie, Ghost of Mississippi, a pretty good, pretty big movie. These are all like big-ass things, you know? And uh, there's a Spinal Tap, the final tour video. You see this? Yeah, it's like a 20-minute video. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, and then after that, he kind of like he kind of definitely fall off any, anymore. Like he did like, the bucket list, things like that. But and he was acting, he acted in movies too, um, here and there, like um, Wolf of Wall Street and stuff. But like he had a really good run there. Um, yeah, a lot of those movies are like a lot of people's top ten. You know, some of them, uh, or I can see them being in that. And that's pretty good run. Also, kind of um, what do you call it? Um, what, a variety there, different kinds of movies, different genres, different styles, different. Like I feel like. Uh, he's a pretty solid director. I would have loved to, you know, been in that heyday of watching those movies. Like, dude, this guy. Yeah, you know? I agree. I agree. Um, cool. <laughs> I like. <laughs> um, I, yeah, there. We, we talk about the comedy being dry because it is British humor, right? Or it feels mm-hmm. British humor, yeah. ish more more than anything. And like, uh, like the Stonehenge thing, for example, mm-hmm. with um, that was great. Like yeah. those are the specifications. I, I I remember looking at the napkin. It doesn't say inches. It could be feet. Why can't it be feet? <laughs> well, it gives the markings of of. Uh, of oh, oh, are two wait? Those two means inches. I thought it was Correct. like. I thought it meant like just two means inches. One means feet. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that two. I thought it was the opposite. Oh, okay. Right. I thought they got it wrong on purpose or funny. I'm trying to be funny. So, about well, it. it's like no, but it's it's more like a. It's it's more of a. The fact that it's you, you took a napkin as specifications as of a, as like this is this is yeah. the exact right, thing right, that, right. We're, we're, that we want. That's why of. I thought that that the designer got it wrong, and it's what it wasn't her fault, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's a fucking napkin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that was great when the <laughs> when they when they went down on stage, and, they, <laughs> and this is how bad their manager is. He didn't tell them. They had to. They had to find out. <laughs> I think that's the biggest laugh of the movie. Every time I've seen it, <laughs> it's so funny. Well, the other the other funny part that happens is the, pod. the cocoon. Yeah, the, the cocoon, pod. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he and when he finally <laughs> opens it, is when they have to close it. Yeah, <laughs> they're blow torching it. That guy. That guy. That guy was back. really trying. <laughs> Well, he does also like the other. The other funny part is he goes, down, he bends down too far back, and he can't move. And then the guy comes and spins him because that's what he's supposed to do, right? With the guitar, he's supposed to spin around, and then he lifts him back up in position. 
And it, it's fantastic. This is the, again, that's the first time that happens. And then later with the pod and then later with the... It's just funny. It's this mm. is so funny. For those who heard a, a distortion there, I have no idea what happened. You have no idea what? You got distorted completely when you were laughing for a minute there. Oh, did I? I, yeah. I uh, okay. That's never happened here before. That's funny. Oh, interesting. Oh, whatever. Uh, I'm just letting that happen. I'm just letting you know. Um, letting you, the audience, know. Yeah. Um, that we are aware it happened. Um, yeah, it's a really funny, crazy, and that can, that's a build-up thing too. The, for sure. The Stonehenge is a different kind of build-up for sure because, like, you wanted to see how it would look like. Would they even introduce it? And of course, it's even funnier because they they do it, but they do it without the knowledge of the band. Like, no one knows. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, it's it's great. Now the Yoko owner factor. Uh, this girl, what's her name? Uh, it is. I'm trying to look for, look her up. Uh, I love how instant how instant the animosity against her is, especially between uh, what Nigel, the second the second fiddle there in the band, and her, and everyone else is just like, oh Jesus, stand back, kind of from the from the carnage of those two. That's how it feels, anyway. As soon as she comes in, as soon as he mentions her, that she's coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's when you know, like, it's like they're doing a, like I said, like a Yoko Ono thing. Um, and uh, I, I, I really like her involvement in the movie. It adds a lot of the conflict because the movie has Is the movie has a very just a general plot of like doing a tour. Yeah, you know, and it's funny along the way. And usually everything sticks, but there's no, the only th- the only through the only through thing is that it's uh, it's linear, mm-hmm. and that things get worse progressively in the tour. Casitas uh, kept getting dropped, even as they arrive in them. Yeah. Like uh, was that Memphis or Austin? I forget where they go, but uh, they get dropped as soon as they go into the hotel. Um, like we talked about Boston and so on. And like, uh, and it's just, uh, it's funny, but it's like the, the uh, her, her, um, Michael McKean's, uh, girlfriend or wife, another wife, right? Um, her introduction to the thing was a really good spice, I think. It was a good wrench. Yeah, yeah. I think they did. I think they played her pretty decently. Um, especially when she's like, you know, I'm, I'm here to help. And then she was the closest <laughs> to an everyman in the movie. Like, she was the closest to being like a normal person. Yeah, that everything around her is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, then, well, until she becomes the manager, her and the director, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, until she becomes the manager, though, and then when she becomes the manager, she's like, "Well, what if you guys do like?" Uh, which I'm almost, I felt like it was a parody of like Kiss or something, of like them dressing sure. up and like whatever. He's like, "Well, oh, why don't yeah. we do zodiac signs?" Yeah, that, right? right? And then he's like, "Well, you want to dress costumes. us up as animals, like animal yeah. costumes?" Like, no, no, zodiacs. they're zodiacs. Yeah. <laughs> like, and McKean's okay. always on her side with every yeah. suggestion, right? Because otherwise he's going to get in trouble. That's how it feels anyway. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like a put upon this that uh, a lot of guys tend to do. Which um, is funny because you yeah. look at it and then you, now you watch that uh, that Get Back documentary, right? And then you see what's you see Yoko and actually there like all the time, everywhere, right? Uh, and it kind of fits a bit more. It yeah. kind of does fit a little bit more. I mean, this is a Turing, right? So it's not that, but they are being recorded in the same thing. Though. But there's no way right. she wasn't there during Turing if she's in all these tapes, right? right. That they got, right? Exactly. Know, yeah. That's crazy, though. That's like the kind of like, I've never, I never understood that, like, that amount of involvement having to be, like, just there at all times for all of it. I mean, I'm aware of that for sure. Like, in a little, in a very, very little way, because I'm obviously by far nowhere near famous, but. 
you know, my ex would went with me to record all the SOS shows for a time. Yeah, like she was with me there, sitting. But that's there, not. But see, like that's your. Yeah. Uh, that's having interest in your hobby. That's this is their job technically. Also, like this is how they make money. So like it's, it's like different. So if I, I made money, that would be a problem. No, I, I it would be more like uh, if this is like a hundred percent. Like, I guess it would be more like well, I'm I have to, and it's, it's creative is always weird, right? In the creative industry, because you can if you can balance it and if it works out, as long as it doesn't interfere with your stuff, doesn't matter, right? Great, oh, and at uh, some point we made her a part of it a little bit just to, right. because she was there we had to like she's like a fl- not a fly on the wall but like she was there an elephant in the room more like right and we're yeah. like and jay and i couldn't help ourselves like uh, you know we try to make her say something to the mic yeah i hear you um but and we did and it worked. Yeah. yeah i i feel i see it more like a i see a lot of people like especially in my job where they're like couples that work together and i'm just like i just like yeah i just don't get it like <laughs> well just, um uh, and i'm like I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. But there's like a there's a difference for sure. I don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't know how that feels. Because one is like I'm gonna go work. I'm gonna go to work with you, and the other ones I'm working with you. But I'm curious as to you see, say? Like, like if she if like we did make good steady money on that, and if she was a because she was at one point a part of the show. Yeah. Like I wonder like would that have created issues? I don't know. You know, um, I couldn't say. Obviously, we broke up, but like. I mean, I'm not saying that has nothing to do with that, but anyway, I'm just, and that's an interesting uh, theory that obviously is, uh, you know, got destroyed. But um, I wonder, it's a, it's a thought exercise that I never really thought about until now. Um, and like I said, it's a very, very minor version of it. And I, was, I wasn't like annoyed by it. And I don't think my co host was annoyed by it too much. Anyway, but I'm familiar a little bit with that, like the need to be around the person no matter what they're doing. Yeah, that's that's where it came from. That's my point. That's where. Oh yeah, it came yeah. No, I hundred percent. Like she just wanted to join. It's like an hour to she come with me to Wisconsin. It wasn't like here at the house, you know. It was far. We had to travel. Yeah. To do the recording and it'll spend like five hours doing it, you know. For sure. So anyway, uh, we're off hand here, but anyway, uh, yeah, I also liked her involvement. It was good. Like I said, um, I liked the the end credits uh, when they were rolling. One of the few yeah. times I watch uh, end credits all the way. Well, I mean, I do watch them a lot in general, but not. In general, but like uh, they're not as entertaining as this one, um, where they do uh, what is it like, like add-ons, right? They're like because it's like the because the, the movie's not interested in showing them being successful, uh-huh. right? Um, which it makes sense. The conflict of being unsuccessful is funnier as the movie. So the fact that the movie ends with them having success in Japan. From the new, new yes. album, right? And that song, I forget the name of the song that they love to sing to. The farm one. Or the farm one, yeah. Um, That's the one that made top five in Japan. Yeah, right, right. And like, so when they're playing there and you're seeing the new dynamics, you see the new drummer, right? That's funny. Yeah. And uh, all this stuff, like, it's, it's their success version of it. It's still ridiculous. But I guess part of the end credits, I thought I liked that too. Yeah. That was really nice. There's also a part where the end credits says... Uh, there's no Easter Bunny. Um, it also says, uh, you know, the, the states, the, the credits state that the band is fictional, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. And then it says, and there's no Easter Bunny either. <laughs> I missed that. Um, anything um, else on this movie? I assume you understand it's iconic, you know, how iconic it is. and you. I do. Uh, yeah. you, you agree with it? You're like, oh, I can see. I can make I, sense. I can see exactly what it like. It's spawned, to be honest. Yeah. I can see the, the for sure people like 
what what uh because no. i can see other people saying like nah i don't i don't get why no i could i could see what it what it what it how it impacted like um the culture of what it you know what it can do and like what it's making fun of i i found it great I've, i'm surprised you know and i i knew obviously there was something that had to make fun of stuff like this like full-blown just make fun of like the subject matter not yeah. just like in a movie randomly you know it did give me this idea to maybe get um a copy of the shirt Nigel wears, the skeletal shirt, and he when he's talking about how like it's an actual exact replica of his ribcage, of his entire skeletal little thing. Yeah, it's, it's like like if they were to cut him open, that's exactly how his skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Placed. I was like, oh, getting that for Halloween, that could be that would be funny. That would be, um, and, and then he's like, and then what he say? Like even the green. He's like, wait, what? He's like, yeah, well, my blood's green. He's like, no, because he see this, this vein's blue. He's like, yeah, the vein is blue, but not your blood. He's like, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Um, and that's that's really all I have in the movie. It's funny, obviously, so we can't like talk about every joke or anything. But um, anything else you want to mention or reference or talk about? Uh, no. Okay. And uh, we're well on our way to finishing this uh, parodies marathon. We're two more away, I think, from ending it. Uh, just oh, so let everyone know here. So, that is it for our review of This is Spinal Tap, and that is it for our show. You have been listening to another movie podcast. Do not forget that we come out every other Wednesday. Uh, next time, Luke should be here to join us, right? He's going to be in for... Supposedly. Okay. Most likely. We'll, we'll, but also, let's not bet on him. Well, he might cop um, out because he might not have time to watch the movies. That could be a thing. Right, that could be a thing. Um... Anyway, I'm kind of hoping he watches the parody, though. Anyway, whatever. Um, so, next time, we're going to review... I mean, this is a big movie that I'm waiting for. I've been waiting for it. It's The Creator. Comes out the on the 29th. Creator. You know about it, right? I don't Maybe, know if you've seen the trailer, but, man, it's uh, that's the uh, director and the, the people involved, the acting. Like, I just really want to see this movie. So, it's uh, heavy sci-fi. It feels like this year's arrival. That's what it feels like to me. I know they're very different kind of sci-fi. I'm just saying that that's that's how it feels, and I hope it succeeds in in some way in the impact. This is the guy who did uh, Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, another great stuff too, but obviously Rogue One being the big one. Um, I'm also doing oh, because it's going to be October by the time the next show comes out. So like, how you know we're in a horror movie season. We're going to do it. Lives inside. Cool. It lives inside, which is currently right now on theaters as you listen to this episode, and uh, should still be there um, with enough time for everyone to watch it. I really hope so. Anyway, if something weird happens, I'll change it, but uh, to another horror movie, of course. But uh, I hope I, I don't have to because this one looks really good. I really am excited for this one. It, it just looks cool. Um, and finally. For the parodies, it's a, unfortunately, it's not a horror movie. But the parody, it's going to be a romantic comedy parody. Rob-com. I know. We don't really do those. No, we and, don't. Oh, no, we don't. I know. We tend to kind of go away from those. And it's, uh, it's called They Came Together. That's the title. They Came Together uh, with that one chick from that one show that's super popular and Paul Rudd. <laughs> What's her name? I always forget her name. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. I always want to say so many other comedian names. That are not hers. Yeah. Anyway. Fun movie. Actually, I've only seen this once when the year it came out. And I really liked it. And uh, I didn't know it was a parody going in. And it really worked for me. But anyway. Those are the movies, reviews coming out next time. Until then, everyone. I am Oscar. I'm Ralph. See you later.
you will not remember the last hour and a half of what you have just seen. You will forget the contents of this movie.